Sometimes I feel like people only see me as this larger-than-life icon, but I'm just a normal guy. Hi. Hello. I'm Dave. You might know me as Lil Dicky, yeah, yeah, yeah. but there's a lot more to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't you want to know who I am? Not really. Do you want to meet the guy behind the guy? Woo. Do you want to know what the industry is like? Uh. What a strange life I have. I know that I'm a rapper at the end of the day, but I think it's time you knew me by my government name. Hi, I'm Dave. Hi, I'm Dave. Who's Dave? Hi, I'm Dave. Please watch. Please, I'm Lil Diggy. No, shut up. Hi, I'm Dave. I'm Lil Diggy. Hi, I'm Dave. Who's Dave? Welcome back to another episode of the Breaking Even Podcast. All right, yeah, it's going to be the intro for now. <laughs> we literally just improv did that, but all right, cool. <laughs> What's so, up, guys? I'm LJ. Yeah, I'm Justin. And, and we are uh, back talking yeah. about Dave again this week, <laughs> episodes six through ten. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go back for that uh, spoiler review. If uh, if you didn't realize it from the last time, spoiler and alert! You didn't think uh, this might be a part two. Obviously, we're gonna talk about all the spoilers that happened, but um, we're just gonna start here with episode six. So last episode, we kind of accidentally mentioned some shit that happens in uh, episode six. So what can you do? Yeah, some some of the stuff we're going to just like go over, uh, like uh, just skip past it. But we'll mention that it happens at least. So episode six is called Talent Shows or Talent Shows. Talent. Yeah. Talent Shows. Oh, yeah, well, I never I thought about that. Yeah. <laughs> Here's Justin with go. a different, different perspective already. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, uh, in the beginning of the episode, uh, it shows uh, there's a flashback. to It says 2000 and there's a flashback to Little Dicky. And L's, they're at a, uh, a sleepaway camp, I think it was. Yeah. A, a overnight camp, that's what they call it. Yeah. And uh, it's As him kids. and all these kids. One of them's name is Horowitz. One of them's name is uh, one of them's named Tuna. And they, they call Dave uh, Bird. And uh, basically, they're like sitting there and they're talking about like each other's dicks for some reason. Because apparently, that's all 12-year-olds do to people. Yeah. And... Uh, they're sitting there talking about their dicks, and Dave like wants to kind of get away from that. So he's like, "Yo, you know what?" Because they're like, "Whose dick is bigger?" And then one of the guys is like, "Well, since Dave always showers with underwear on, I'm pretty sure he uh, we know the answer." And he's like, "You know what, guys? I'm I'm gonna do a bird bomb right now." And they're like, "Yeah, yeah. bird bomb." He's like, "Make this the funniest shit that we ever saw." That guy Horowitz. That's what he says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he does the bird bomb. You know, he like t- he stands up and he just like he says some stupid shit. Probably I don't remember that part. And he just like shoves his face in the low main. He's like, blah, 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 and they're like, yeah, bird bomb. And Els is just like, and then hi, I'm Dave. <laughs> Cut to the next scene. Then it starts off with um, they're at like Dave's parents' home, like his childhood home. Yeah, like last episode we said that they went there, but I don't think that they actually left until the end. I just didn't. We didn't realize because we weren't like you know going into it that hard i guess <laughs> and 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 els is with him and this is the first time you hear uh because his parents refer to him as elliot yeah so you exactly. don't understand that els <laughs> is elliot until like this episode yeah they bring out the the company noodles and the company pasta and they're like what do you mean by company and he's like oh it's uh it's what they make when company comes over uh elliot was a guest uh was company many times when we were younger and they're all like <laughs> elliot you know like clowning on him basically and he fucking uh 
what you call it they're basically oh no no right after that uh when she calls him elliot and she goes oh and dave i love that spa that you gave me a gift card to i think of you every time i get a facial and they all just look around like uh, mad uncomfortably (laughs) (laughs) yeah and then he fucking you know they're just like they're just like having the dinner right and we said where they were like oh we can curse here and he's like yeah you're not 10 he's like yeah fuck yeah he's like oh fuck yeah (laughs) they are just talking about uh they're just talking about like the concert that's gonna happen they're basically asking like all these stupid questions about it yeah and uh and dave's dad uh calls gator gator yeah he's like so gator <laughs> and he's like no it's uh it's gator i forgot what he said it stands for but he's like it's an acronym and then his mom's trying to pronounce it and she's like uh is Gata? it yeah is it gata gata and she, he's like you can call me daviante if that's easier that's my name and she's like so gata <laughs> it's like i guess uh she doesn't want to i guess that's not easier for her yeah so <laughs> now she got it after that so this whole point is uh they're they're talking about dave's parents coming to a show that he's about to have and um they're they're asking so it, and it's it's Dave's parents. We, you know, we're we're just talking like as if you guys have already seen this. Well, scene. you must have seen it if you're listening to us yeah, talk true. about. It. But when we did say they were all at dinner. Yeah, yeah. Know? But it's it's Mike, Dave, oh yeah, Els, and Gata all sitting there talking exactly. to his parents. Sorry, yeah, we didn't and, go through the and whole past there. His, right. His parents start to asking Mike like funny questions about the show. Like, is there gonna be a uh, is there a signed seating or is yeah. there gonna be a mash pit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like, is there a signed seating because. Uh, we invited some people and they can't stand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then they're like, uh, can we take photos or video? <laughs> He's like, yeah, I mean, I guess if you have your phone, that's a normal thing. What's the problem, you know? So they, they fucking uh, – they go through all these stupid questions. She has like a whole list and then she goes to like – she's like, look – uh, I, I'm not gonna ask this question. Why don't you ask this question? And he tries to like ask another dumb question. It's just showing that they really, really are or outside old. of this. Loop. Yeah, and they yeah. have no idea what's going on. They ask if like uh, I, at one point in the episode, she asks if Meek Mill's parents are gonna be there, and he's like, Yeah, uh, Sharon and John Mills or something. <laughs> yeah. like that. They're actually gonna be there. Like Mike, Mike is hilarious on this show because he's so sarcastic. Like. They could put him in any situation. You don't even know if he's telling the truth ever, uh, at all, ever. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. <laughs> he's either serious or sarcastic. It's like you can't tell if he's joking ever, especially with like that popcorn episode. Um, I mean, popcorn joke we talked about in the last episode, like with the baby corn. Yeah, it's like that's a perfect example of how his personality is in the entire show. <laughs> so, um, so. Gata's parents are—I mean, not Gata's parents. Dave's parents are asking Gata, like, so, so, what, what is it that you do? And he, tr- he tries explaining what a hype man to them and, yeah. and like is to them, and like, like Justin was saying, it was just another thing that They're they completely out of it. Yeah, out, like <laughs> not understanding that, like, he goes on stage and, like, you know, is part of the live performance. Yeah, it's know? just, it's just dumb question after dumb question, and I know it's like, it may seem like I'm being harsh calling them dumb, but they're clearly written to be dumb, right? So. Yeah. So, yeah, and it, then after that, it skips to when yeah, we he, talked about last episode when we thought he put him to bed, but it actually happens this time. Yeah, when he puts it's, him to bed. it's it's this episode yeah. that they, that they go to the parents' house and and um and he's in the gate is in the guest room and he's like tucked into the, <laughs> he's tucked into the bed and Dave's like walking around the room like, can I get you anything? Do you need anything to be more comfortable? And he's yeah, like, he's like, you got to get tucked in properly. Yeah, he's like, come on, let your boy tuck you in, bro. <laughs> and then he goes to like give him a kiss and he's like, nah, man, come on, it's cool now. Like, yeah, you know? and he's like, I love you, Gata. He's like, yeah, I love me too. See you tomorrow. <laughs> 
and he talks about how like some guy at the airport invited them to go to a club and he's like yo they got bottles they got they can we can get a table like blah 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 and he's like all right well maybe i don't know i don't know what's going on tomorrow yet but i like to live uh everything like one day at a time you know so <laughs> yeah and then he uh he goes up and then like after that it cuts to uh which it cuts to them like the next day, and the only scene before they show them in the club is like his mom and Mike standing in the kitchen just like talking. And they look outside, and Dave's dad is like washing somebody else's car. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and he tries to open the car, and they're like, "She's like, what an idiot!" And he's like, "It's so unfortunate. Do you want me to go tell him?" Uh, what he's doing and she's like nah let him do it who cares <laughs> it's like the weirdest scene it's like they, yeah. they they don't talk about them really like their relationship the whole time but that one time she's like fuck him he's a stupid idiot <laughs> and then like eventually you see him like he goes to unlock the car like justin said and it's like it won't unlock and he like looks around like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah so then it cuts them in the club and uh, mike is kind of like i can't be here right now i'm gonna work i'm gonna work and then he's like while we're in the club and he's like yeah and he's like, I'm gonna go get the Wi-Fi password. He just disappears because he's always he's always asking about the Wi-Fi password. I feel like, like yeah. even in the scene right before this, he was asking about the Wi-Fi password. I just didn't mention that. Like, why is he always asking for the Wi-Fi password? He's always trying to work. I feel like that was like a 2017 joke when everybody had uh, when unlimited data wasn't like part of the phone companies anymore. You know, and they're like. Uh, everybody like can relate to not having Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> Mike is such a relatable character now. <laughs> but they're in the club and uh, they're just like chilling. These girls come over and Lil Dicky's like, "No, you don't have to be here. You don't have to be here. It's okay. It's okay." And he's just like being awkward. And Els is like, "Yo, you're in the club. Just like live like uh, you're in the club right now, basically." And then as soon as he says that, all of Lil Dicky's like fucking camp friends, yeah, the childhood friends as adults, yeah, you know, show up. Yeah, and then they're like. Uh, Actually, we didn't mention before when they were at the dinner, they were like, uh, little Dickie was like, oh, by the way, Mike, I need all of my friends from camp to be on the guest list. Uh, I need my day ones there. And Els is like, yeah, why? Why, why, why like, do you want these people there? Yeah, he's like, uh, he's like, why not? They're my friends. He's like, I, he's basically implying he doesn't like them, you know? Yeah, and you could see kind of the whole time, like, as soon as, like, they're brought up. Um, and anytime Dave talks about them throughout this whole episode, Els is so, like, not about it. He's like, yo. Even in the flashbacks, you could see him kind of, like, not liking them. Yeah, he's like, yo, fuck these kids. Like, I don't even know why you care about them. Yeah, so they show up, and Els is kind of like, oh, great. And he's like, can we get any more guys here? And they're all just taking mad drinks and, you know, chilling. And then the bouncer comes over, and he's like, you guys have to, you guys have to move out of the way. Little Uzi is coming here. And he's like... Dave's like, uh, okay, where are we supposed to go? And he's like, I don't know. You got to move. And Gator's like, what the fuck, dude? Like, you can't just tell us to move. You told us to come here. We just got here. We got bottles. Like, what's the problem? We're just sitting here. And he's like freaking out on the guy. And one of the overnight uh, camp friend kids goes, uh, he goes, yo, Gator's super hood, huh? Yeah, right. And, and then Els cuts back to him and he's like, yeah, you're fucking white, huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's, and then he's like, what? And he's like, I'll see you in a second. And then he immediately leaves. Yeah. You, <laughs> and again, you could just see that Els fucking hates these guys. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't get along with them. And then after that, they move. And, uh, you know, in the beginning of the episode, we talked about Bird Bomb. That's what they call it. Apparently, Dave's last name is Bird. I, I didn't know that originally, but obvious, it's obvious in this episode. Uh, and he does something called a bird bomb uh, in the beginning where he did the fucking low main in the face. And this time he does a bird bomb. They're like, yo, it's been 15 years. Do it. Do it. He stands up and he's like, uh, oh, here's a bird bomb. And then he just pees all the way down his leg. Yeah. In the club, yeah. he, you just see his pants get darker and he pisses himself. And the guy's like recording him 
doing it and he like put it up somewhere because evidently he put it up somewhere because the next day uh Els sees him and he's like he's like oh uh look if it isn't the guy who pisses himself in the bar in the club and he's like oh yeah wow i'm still wearing the same underwear dude that's so epic <laughs> and he's like he's like fighting uh basically right there they start fighting about like about like uh whether or not those kids are actually dave's friends because yeah. when dave is telling gata about uh when dave is tucking in gata he tells him about the talent show and how it was the best moment in his life and made him into thinking that he was going to be a star because he could get in front of all those people and they liked him but then when he remembers it now he uh oh no, no well i guess this is kind of later right now he has a memory of him like a bad bird bomb to him where he ran to some girl and he like just like took eggs. He screamed really loudly, took eggs, smashed them into his face and then ran away and jumped into a bush. And he kind of was like, oh, that's not a good memory. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so right after that, uh, they they go to like the actual concert and they go in the back and there's like all this uh, there's all this shit set up. It's like Lunchables. Yeah. And fucking Lunchables, tuna fish, tuna fish. And then uh, low main. Like, of course, he like I guess it's like a Jewish joke. Right. Like they're like he's like, yeah, the whole time he's like talking about how Chinese food places take people on Christmas. Remember, he said that in like oh. uh, in I think it was in this episode. He's like all the uh, all the owners know that we're coming in for Christmas. I say like hold them or something like that. He says it in one of the raps. And That's he's fine. like, uh, oh, no, it's in the bird bomb. I'm sorry. I'm an idiot. It's nice. in the bird bomb. He goes, you know what? Uh, you know what? All the Jewish people say to Chinese owners on Christmas Day uh, about the low main. And then he's like, uh, he's like, or what the owners say about uh, how everybody's going to come in and take it. And they're like, what? And he's like, let me face it. And he puts his face in the low main. You yeah. Know, just yeah. Some, like stupid shit, basically. So the low main is a reoccurring joke for him. And uh he basically uh they're just talking bullshit they're like uh talking about all those kids coming there and talking to L's about the performance and everything like that yeah the one of the guys that works at the fucking venue is like hey do you guys want me to bring any sluts back here <laughs> and dave's like uh no yeah it's like he's like oh okay cool that guy looks really familiar yeah, he's, I feel like he's he like was, okay yeah no problem That's i feel cool. like he was in that episode of nathan for you where they have the band remember i think we watched that episode where they're, uh they talk. They make like it seemed like BP stole like a song from a band to use in their commercial. Remember? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think the guy who says, um, "Any sluts? Uh, you want any sluts back here?" I think it's the same guy who was the leader of that band, the blonde guy. Really? I think so. He looks so familiar, but you know what? We're not gonna find out. I'm just gonna speculate. <laughs> <laughs> going real early 2000s with this one. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll find out one day. Maybe we won't. Probably who knows? Not. <laughs> so, yeah. um. Then, uh, then, uh, D Dave's dad is back there, like, uh, you know, behind, or both his parents are back there behind stage with them, um, and, and all of them in, in this, like, you know, mm -hmm. in their, yeah, their in room. Yeah, the, the room, and they're talking about, like, what's on the rider and stuff like that. Like, yeah. that's what we were talking about before with the low main shit. Uh, yeah, and he's asking him why he moved, like, uh, why he's moved, uh, he had moved to LA. Yeah, he asked Els why, uh, Els moved to LA. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and he yeah. and Els literally basically just says the fresh the the theme of the Fresh Prince, <laughs> like you know, like He's, yeah. He said he breaks it down like as if it was a story. He's like, yeah, and then you know, I just was up to no good. There was a lot of trouble happening in my neighborhood. I got one little fight, and my mom got scared, and she yeah said moving with your yeah. You know, I th I think yeah. he, he, I don't he think says he sent me to live with my uncle, 
in Bel Air, and she goes, he goes, don't you live in West Hollywood? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the scene just ends. It's like, all right, that's what the show is good for. Those little like, yeah, quick, quick, like, like, isn't that a? And then it just changes. <laughs> um, yeah, the confusion. So, so then after the show, Dickie does like a. Um, no, it's before the show. He's like trying to oh, do yeah, like yeah, a yeah, meet yeah. and greet. They tell him he has to do one. Yeah, yeah, it's and ridiculous. Like mad weird people come over, like a bunch of really weird people. Yeah. One dude, like one dude that looks like he's gonna be normal. He's like, "Oh, yo, bro, uh, I lo- I fucking love all your music. I've killed to your shit." Yeah, and he's, he's like, like "What?" what he's like, "I'm a sniper in Afghanistan," <laughs> and he's just smiling for the picture. And little Dickie's like looking at him. Like, yeah, it's funny because they cut back and forth. So like. It, they'll show different people. I mean, they'll show the same people at different times. So they keep showing this guy, and he's like, "Yo, my girlfriend would love if you could sign my dick right now." And <laughs> he's like, "I'm not gonna sign your dick right now." He goes, "So you will after the show?" He's like, "Yeah, just I don't know. Meet me if you want to meet me in a parking lot. Fine, I don't know." <laughs> and he's like, "Yo, I'm a I'm a supporter since day one. Like the banana pudding era." He goes, "You like that song? That song sucks." And the guy's like, "It's just like all your shit, just funny." And then it's like. In little Dickie's head all the time, you know, when somebody tells him he's just funny. Yeah. Yeah, he was like, um, like he immediately got offended, you know. It's like the whole show, he doesn't want people to tell him he's funny, but then all he does is make funny ass raps. Yeah, make make jokes <laughs> the entire time. Basically, he's funny, you know. That's how I describe him. He's hysterical. I killed his shit. <laughs> so, um, so then, uh, he's, he's getting ready. He's about to go on stage. You know, like Justin said, this meet and greet was before the show. Um, and he's about to go on stage. And Mike makes a tweet that says, hitting the stage soon, gonna get litty. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and Dave is like super pissed off. Cause yeah. he's like, dude, he's I, like, would, oh, I would never, I would never say something like yeah. that. Why would you, why would you tweet for me before goes, my first big show? Litty. And he's like, no, I wouldn't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he just like it's like over his head. Yeah, and he's, he's basically going through this moment right now of like where he's panicking. Yeah, and he's like everybody that does things for him that he normally would appreciate, he's kind of like pissed off at them. And then right after, right as that happens, all of his like overnight camp guys walk in, and he's like having those moments where Els is kind of like, get, where Els was telling him like, look, these guys aren't your friend. You know, like they're they're literally your enemy. Yeah, they're laughing. <laughs> they're laughing at you because like you're a joke. To He's them. like you're they think you're funny, but they don't think you're funny. If you know what I mean? Like that was the way they made him explain it in the show. And it's like it's just li- literally they're laughing at him, not laughing with him like the old saying. You yeah. Know? So r- they come in and they're just like being assholes. They're like, oh, can we get a Stella? And he's like. He's like, I don't know. It's whatever we have here. And he's like, oh, could you get me one? You can get us whatever we want because this is your show. We can get whatever we want. And, like, he's having, like, a panic attack, basically. Yeah. And everybody's just like, Els is like, yeah, get him. He can get you whatever you want. You know, like, just fucking around with them, too. And he's like, everybody leave. Like, he makes everybody leave. Literally everybody in there. You know? Yeah. Even, like, Els and Gata. And, um... So everybody, everybody gets out. Els thanks him, and he and he still asks Gata and Els to leave. So we, they get out, and um, it flashes back to the talent show, and this is where Dave like realizes this is what he said was his crowning moment. Yeah, originally, and this is when he realizes that they're like been, been laughing at him this whole time, um, and like. He's, like, still in this flashback, and when he comes back, he's, like, talking to, like, the younger version of himself yeah. in, in the, in you know, the back room. Yeah, like, the kid um, actor that they had played him is now there with him. Yeah, like, in the room, and he's, like, you know. He's clowning wh- around. He's, yeah. like, drawing on his face. Yeah, and he's, like, dude, like, you know, 
they are they've been laughing at us this whole time and he's like no dude you know bird bomb it's funny <laughs> yeah he's and like dude you're the funniest person on the planet and then he like puts his face in the low main right there right i guess yeah. that's why the low main is there actually yeah yeah, yeah but i i don't know it's because he made that joke about it and i just assumed so but adult dave starts suffocating like child dave in the low main yeah exactly and like you know you're cracking up because like you know uh meta like you know it, the whole point is to show that he's like that part of him is dead yeah he's killing this part of himself um that like you know he's getting rid of the part of himself that like has been holding him back you know this is the the part where he's supposed to be growing up and changing but like you watch this scene and you crack up because it's like it, like you know it's funny to see him like doing this. But then you like you know in retrospect you think about it and you're like I just watched an adult man suffocate a child on television. <laughs> I mean it's a pretty good scene. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because see, he initially puts his shit his face in and he's like come on doesn't that cheer you up? And little Dicky's like you know what you're the funniest guy dude come here can, can you do it again? And he's like yeah sure and he puts his face in and it's like it's like a horror movie. It gets mad serious and dave's like just holding the back of the kid's neck in the fucking low main yeah and then they fucking right after that they're like showtime and he just goes out there and they show like they don't really show the concert but they show like them jumping and all like like it looked like a good show obviously yeah. and it was pretty good and then you know the episode ends there i'm pretty sure hi i'm dave <laughs> yes as we said before i didn't realize i did at the beginning of the show like a moron uh i mean the beginning of the episode but episode seven episode seven what would you wear would like knock on wood yeah so um like that good shit (laughs) so so this is uh this is an episode that kind of takes more of an interest in l's kind of the whole time and emma yeah exactly Um, and if you don't remember who emma is because we kind of only briefly touched on her in the first few episodes she is Allie's roommate she does um all the uh, logo designs. Yeah, and she's like an artist. Yeah, she does all the logo designs and stuff like that for for Day for yeah. Lil Dicky. Um, so uh, so it starts with with uh, Els and Emma waking up together, and this is like the first point where you're like, oh, they're they're they have a thing, mm-hmm. and like because yeah, exactly, you know, it they don't say it. It's kind of just like you almost assume it because it's like that's the two characters that would make sense to go out out of all the other like supporting cast. Honestly, before I saw this episode, I had I it didn't even cross my mind. I don't know, I kind of thought that it would because like they're just like the best friends, you know, or like the roommate and the best friend. Yeah, that that's makes kind sense. of like a typical relationship. So, um so they're waking up uh, in in bed together and Els is actually watching The Breakfast Club on his yeah. phone. Exactly, like a callback to the – well, call forward, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say. Episode 10. Important later. Um, He's the only person that we've seen through this whole thing that even likes The Breakfast Club. (laughs) Yeah. So um, Emma's, like, kind of, like, still, like, super tired or, like, you know, just, like, out of it. So she goes to hit her jewel. Yeah, wait, well, hold on. I don't know if we actually said how it starts. It it starts exactly with them, like, in bed together and Els is checking his phone. Yes. Yeah. so they're laying in bed next to each other, and he, he's checking his phone, and uh, and she's like next to him, like a half dead, and she goes to hit her jewel, but she's like hitting a USB drive, yeah, like a flat, you know, like for memory or whatever. Yeah, and he's yeah. Like, uh, I don't think you could smoke that. <laughs> yeah. So he starts like cracking up at her, and um, she basically like gets up and like all embarrassed and tries to like get him to leave, and um, she needs a shirt from him. Uh, or, yeah, like she. Well, she's trying to. Yeah, leave she tries to leave. Excuse yeah, me. Exactly. And she gets. She like tries to like get him to give her a shirt, but he like gives her a shirt and like, 
that is very characteristic of Els. Yeah, she's like, oh, well, she's basically like, people have seen you wear that a million times. Like, I'm not going to wear that. Yeah, people she's like, know it's yours. Yeah, she people know immediately um, that 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 you gave this to me. And he's like, well, uh, I have a meeting in a second. Yeah. They're, like, walking down the street. He's like, I have a meeting in a second. What are you doing? She's like, nothing. And he's just trying to seem cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, they realize that her car is broken into. So he's, like, waiting there with her while she's calling the police or whatever. And they're just, like, they're just like talking shit to each other, basically, you know, like, flirting kind of. And then she's like, what about that uh, meeting that you had? And he's like, uh, you know, it's not really, like, important, like, blah, blah, blah. And she goes, you don't have to do that to me. And he's like, what? She's like, lie and say you have something to do. He's like, I do have something to do. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know he, what you're talking about. I, yeah, he I just, do. He's like, just goes with it. And then he's like saying that he wants, uh, he wants Trippy Red to hear him record, uh, hear, use his beats because he's, he's, uh, engineering for him, but he's not using the beats that, that he makes, you know? And he's like, if you want to, I think she says, if you want him to hear him, then just show him, you know, if you want to be a real engineer. Because yeah. somebody's like stealing his beat on SoundCloud. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I was gonna say he's about they're, that. They're sitting online. They're sitting on the on the curb, and he's going online, and he's like, uh, or he sees something online, and he's like, somebody stole my beat. You know what the fuck? He's like, you know, I just wish Trippy would like, you know, r- use my beats and like, so, you know, somebody would actually. Yeah, he just wants to be a real producer. He doesn't want to put up with some bullshit anymore with somebody stealing his beats. Yeah. So she's like, dude, why don't you just show him? Like, you know, stop fucking around and just show him. And uh, he's like, well, you know. Um, he's like so professional and like you know I, I'm he has a big sca- eight in the middle of his face. He's yeah. scary. <laughs> yeah, know? yeah. He's like I, I don't <laughs> want to have to show him my beats. You know, like um, it's funny because like right after that, um, I think they skip to the studio and yeah, he's, uh, he's actually Trippy Red's in there and he comes in, uh, while he's playing one of his beats. Yeah. Oh no 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 no! Before he's playing one of his beats, he comes in. He's like, hey, I want to show you one of my beats, and he's like. He's like, oh, yeah, I got to shoot a music video, but if you could take my little cousin out to go shopping, that would really help me out right now. Yeah. Somehow and that correlates. He, while Els is walking in, you can overhear them talking about, like, the concept of this music video, and yeah. it just sounds outrageous. Yeah, she's like, L- we're going to get a bunch of different tone uh, skin person people and line <laughs> them up naked and then compare their dicks in the video. And then she's like, Els is like, she gets off the phone for a second. She's like, hey, you want to be in a music video? And he's like, nah, I don't think I'm. I don't want to do that. You know, <laughs> I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm ready for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, so so Trippy asks Els to bring his nephew out to go shopping, yeah. and he's like, uh, you know, it's funny because like the little kid's like, uh, he's like, yo, little man, you're gonna need some money if you want to go out, and he just hands the kid like ten thousand. Yeah, exactly. He's like, wow, that's a lot of money because uh, Els <laughs> thinks that he wants him to take him like it's one of those like rites of passage things where it's like here take this kid shopping he's like dude i don't have any money i uber like i drive uber yeah yeah <laughs> he's like bro i, I can't he's like well what, how am i supposed to take this kid shopping he goes <laughs> and trippy red's like well little man's gonna need some money and hands the kid literally ten thousand and he goes and what do we do and the kid goes we share and he gives l's like a thousand he's like what? i think somebody else would be more comfortable and trippy just walks away so now he's stuck with this kid having to go shopping so they meet. Uh, they meet. The, it cuts to a scene where they meet Dave at, at like a flea market. I guess. Yeah. I don't and think that's what he meant by shopping. By the way, like yeah. I, I was thinking, like, what the fuck are they doing? There? Yeah, <laughs> dude, it was mad funny. So it's Dave, Els, and this kid is like running around, like looking at shit and touching shit. Yeah. And um, Dave's like, "What a delight." <laughs> yeah, Dave, Dave. Dave's having a great time. Yeah, he's. It's funny because he's normally like the like beta in the conversation like where people are like making fun of him and he's being weird but here he's like making fun it's almost like els is the main character in the show for this episode 
<laughs> like, like D- Dicky or Dave is like his friend that's like fucking with him, and he has a girl issue, and he has to watch this kid. It's like so much more about him than anything about Dave uh, in the whole episode. Yeah, I wonder if there's much. like a real L's in his life, you know, like a producer for him from the beginning. Probably because like if Benny Blanco really hangs out with him, and if fucking. Uh, Andrew Santino's really friends with him, you know what I'm saying? Like they're ha- and Gate is really friends with him. I-, I wish it was just fucking Taco or whatever his real name is. Yeah, Taco from fucking. <laughs> He's gonna go down as Taco forever. Yeah, I'll even call him Taco over L's, I guess you know. But like they, he's kind of like talking about how that guy stole his beat, and he's like, "You got to make a tag for your beat." And he's like, "Nah, tags are stupid. They always sound stupid." He's like, "Elves, please don't steal my beat, or else." Yeah, exactly. And he's like, "He's like, I can make you one." And he does like a woman one. Yeah. And he and he's like, uh, he's like, "Nah, you know what? I'm just gonna pay for one else uh, somewhere else." And he's like, "Come on, I'll make it good for you." <laughs> <laughs> and then they walk up to the stand, and it says wooden shirts. And this guy's like, Dave is like, how could these be practical? He's just like fucking around, like talking about them and they end up buying one for the kid. But like, it's funny because if anybody who listens to this podcast maybe listens to this past weekend with Theo Vaughn, uh, he talks about how there was a kid in his class, like for a while, he talks about this all the time. There was a kid in his class that one year for Christmas, his parents got him a wooden shirt and he would literally wear a wooden shirt to school. Like all the time, I want a wooden shirt now. Honestly, <laughs> but I wonder if they like heard that or not. But isn't it fun? like? Do you think that that like? Uh, let me ask you. If you, uh, I, I like how I always say, "Let me ask you," uh, as if I'm not asking you things constantly. If I'm talking yeah. to you here, but let me ask you. <laughs> me? Um, let's play Jeopardy. Stop. No, I'm just kidding. But um, so do I have to answer uh, if, in the form of a question? <laughs> maybe. What is um? So if you had an idea on a podcast here, somebody listened to it. And they were like, oh, that's funny. I'm going to, like, sprinkle that idea. Or, like, it was a real-life story. Like, if you had a real-life story that you told on your podcast and somebody was like, oh, I'm going to sprinkle that idea into my show because I think that's funny. Like, is that – do you think that would be stealing from you? Because, like, what if they just saw the – they saw you on the street telling the story to somebody and then they did it. Like, that wouldn't be, like, stealing from you. But because you told it on a podcast, do you think it's stealing? Like, it's kind of weird. Well – I guess if it was like public knowledge, like like a podcast, like you know, where it's like always like available, as yeah. opposed to like an in person conversation. If it's an in person, because it's not a personal thing to him. Like it is a personal thing that happened to him, but it's, it's not, not a like personal thing. It's just <laughs> <laughs> it's not like he's the only person who could have had a wooden shirt. You know? Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. That's what I was just about to say. I don't think Dave I, is stealing. I'm I, just wondering that concept. I feel like um like if it was a conversation, I would never know. Because yeah. then you're like, maybe somebody else just out there like has there's the crazy same shit idea. that happens to me all the time. Like, but that's like a specific. I mean, it happens around me all the time. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's crazy because my parents were gonna name me Justin Alfred. <laughs> like, isn't that crazy? Yeah, and then suddenly something happened to them. It was <laughs> so weird. And then they actually went with my father's last name. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I mean, I I'm not gonna get into like. What stealing fair use and also copyright to me? And if you don't mind, can you defend me in court? Uh, yeah. Um, I, am, I, am, no. <laughs> I am not the best suited for any of those. <laughs> any of those tasks. Suit. I can get you a suit. That's no problem. I was going to say, yeah, if you could put me in a better suit, then I might be better suited. For I, got a, I got a discount code for men's warehouse. <laughs> yeah, I got a You're discount gonna love what code. You wear, I think, right? <laughs> yeah, is yeah. that what they say? No. Uh, <laughs> is, that, is that men's warehouse? Is that the name of the place even? 
I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> okay, so I'm getting LJ suit to defend me. But anyway, so um, you in this episode, they're fucking he he brings the kid to go shopping. He uh. They so buy the wooden shirt. Yeah, they're walking around yeah. this flea market, and the kid sees the wooden shirt and uh, buys it. You know, yeah. straight up cash. He's walking around it, and he falls. <laughs> and then <laughs> yeah, they and they're f- trying to pick him up. Yeah, yeah, and they're like, you know, roll him over first. And it's like, you know, like a whole big thing to pick this kid up in a wooden shirt. But he gets the wooden shirt, and he absolutely loves it. Yeah. So then they cut to uh, the studio, and Els is in there just like chilling. And yeah, then- by himself, and he's like, oh, he's on, uh, he's on his phone or on his computer. No, I think his laptop. Yeah. And he's he's watching a, like a video of the guy who stole his beat live. Oh, no, that was probably his phone, yeah, on Instagram Live. He's watching him. Yeah, uh, and it's like, the guy's the, the guy's name is Kid Toilet. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, and yeah, he's like, of course. Yo, I'm blowing up. And he's like, oh, he's like, I fucking hate this guy. Yeah. So then Emma walks in, and they're kind of like flirting back and forth, and he's like, listen, there's nothing you could smoke in here, so don't just pick shit up and put it in your mouth. Like, it's make sure that it's your vape, you know, like kind of just fucking around from earlier. And then Gata walks in, and he's like, it's kind of out of nowhere, like yeah, some Gata, scenes that he always has, yeah, you know? Gata walks in, and like, out of nowhere, like, you don't know why he's in the studio. Like, well, no, he's like, yo, we're going to make some hits. We got to make some hits, blah, 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 blah. And they're just looking at him and yeah. just, like, talking. No, and then he's like, y'all are fucking, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, Nah, what are you even talking about, bro? And he's yeah. like, Nah, y'all are fucking. Yeah, he like, he just basically knows by how they talk, and he says they wants to get a stick and poke tattoo. And she's like, Yeah, I could do that in my place. What do you? What were you thinking? He goes, I was thinking, uh, it's it's a Maserati, and I'm in the back seat, and there's two Chinese girls, and uh, we're watching a documentary on uh on Fuji on Fiji. <laughs> oh yeah, on Fiji. Sorry, some and, real uh, boss like shit. Yeah, and they're both blowing me, and uh, she's like, "What kind of Maserati?" And then that's when he goes, "You guys are smashing, aren't you?" It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's just hilarious. It's because they know, like, it's a fucking show. Like, that's the funniest thing about watching any show. And like, LJ knows with me, like, I'm like, I can't watch like regular acting shows be- like real people yeah justin's like, one of those fl- uh, okay and i and i and i act okay so like i almost take this fucking personal like, <laughs> no 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 it's not against you no obviously. it's not against you just unbelievable in everything you do <laughs> yeah it is. <laughs> no, it's it's just a personal thing isn't it uh, so um so justin's one of those fucking people that when he watches like live action like movies or television shows he can't help but think that's two people acting right now. Yeah, like I just look at them and I'm like, they're lying, basically. Yeah, he he just can't help, but like he can't believe any 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 scene. So the fact that he watches the show, yeah, and like you know, I have to suspend disbelief. You know, I, it's funny because I watch wrestling, so I suspend disbelief for wrestling. But when it comes to people acting, I'm just like, eh, I don't know. Like they don't live it, you know? It's because I could see Scarlett Johansson be. Uh, what's her Black Widow? Is that who she is in yes. Avengers? And then I could see her play somebody else, and they're two different people, and it's just like makes the the other I don't know. It makes it unbelievable. Like, don't you feel like some actors when you see them in one movie, you don't want to see them in another movie? Yeah, and, I mean, and that actor could be in another movie, and that could be somebody else's movie that they only want them to see in. I, I feel like personally that happens to a lot of um, of television actors. You you, yeah, you get you're the television character, and you can't get into movies because you're. You know, yeah. whoever you're, you're you are, Sam and Dean. From yeah, Super- <laughs> I know what you're thinking. Yeah, yeah, you're Sam and Dean. Okay. No, I mean like that, but that, that's a that's <laughs> a lot of people. Um, no, I mean to, to they're yeah, right. or you're everybody loves Raymond's brother. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you're that guy. Um, or you know, and and uh, that's why a lot of these people turn to to to, to television because it's yeah. uh, it's easier to get casted. 
Um, there's more parts to be casted in more mm-hmm. regularly as opposed to movies are like a, a big one shot deal. But yeah, that once you're once you're in television as a character for too long, most people can't can't. Yeah, but un- then you get those residuals un- and unsee if you. it's a good show. Like if it's it, it's a double edged sword literally because if it's a good show, people can't unsee you, but then it will be on forever, maybe. Yeah. Know? So they uh they are like basically he goes, Y'all y'all are smashing, that's what he says, and then uh uh Emma's like, I'd rather die. And Els is like, what the fuck? You know, like he didn't say it out loud, but you could see it on his face. Yeah, he's like, oh, word. Yeah, yeah. you'd rather die, huh? Yeah. And then, like, there, Gata leaves, and she's kind of like, so, you know, all, she literally goes, so all my nudes were on that laptop, so I guess I'm going to have to take them again. Ha- ha- I guess I'm going to have to take them again. And he's like, oh, cool. And she's like, what's your problem? And he's like, you know, I don't know. I'm too nice for you. I do too many things for you. You'd rather die. Like, I don't understand. And she goes, this is why we shouldn't have had sex. I knew you were going to be a little emo bitch. <laughs> and Elsa's like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> He's like, yeah, emo bitch. Sure. You know, and it's just like it's just like going through, you know, the main character Els for this one episode. Yeah. <laughs> it might as well be called Els. Imagine they did that instead of saying Dave, it said Els. <laughs> Hi, I'm Els. <laughs> I almost think Els does the ad libs in the Hi I'm Dave song. Like, I know it's him, but like when I was listening to the, because I was editing the other podcast today and I found like the full version of that song. And it's like everything L- Little Dicky says about himself, there's an ad lib that's like basically like, fuck you. <laughs> that's funny. Um, so it cuts to Els in the next scene and he's like playing one of his own beats and Trippy walks in and he's like, yo, uh, Yo, this is fat, bro. Yeah. Or this is fire, bro. <laughs> As LJ would say, yo, this is fat. <laughs> yo, this is fat, bro. Um, so uh, he's like, Trippy's like, yo, you were holding this for Young Thug? And he's like, dude, I'm normal. Like, you yeah, know, like, that's when he said the Yeah, Uber yeah, that. He's like, earlier. he's like, I, like, I drive Uber. <laughs> like, he's I, like, I Uber. Like, I drive Uber. Like, yeah. And um, Trippy's like, why didn't you tell me? He's like, yo, you're 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 understepping while you're trying not to overstep. Yeah, because Els is kind of, you know, Els said he's afraid, and he's like, he tells, he says to Trippy, like, I didn't want to show you this shit and just be like everybody else bothering you, and he's like, I didn't want to overstep, and he's like, yeah, but you're understepping, and I'm like, wow, I didn't even realize he said that the first time when I watched it. I was like, wow, it's actually like the smartest thing anybody could could have said to him right there. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. No, they make Trippy mad prophetic in the <laughs> show. Um, and then he's like, "Yeah, this is some uh, that this is Sparta looking at shit." And Hell's yeah, is like, "The wooden shirt with the little kids." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, "Are you not entertained?" And like, they're just he's just looking at him like, and he's like, that, that's, that's "Yeah, he's lot. like, I guess not. Whatever." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. yeah. uh, the fucking whatever his, I forgot what his uh, nephew's name is. They they said his name, but I forgot. He walks in with the wooden shirt. Yeah, he's like that's hard. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. like, oh, that's tough, bro. He's like, that's some this is Sparta looking shit. Yeah. So earlier he said he was gonna be DJing a silent disco. This is all over like one day. It's the longest day fucking ever. Yeah. Like, so sometimes episodes are weeks, and then this time it's one long ass day. Yeah. So so we didn't mention this earlier, but um. When him and uh, Emma are sitting outside and they realize that her car has been stolen into or broken into, excuse me, um, the, her car was stolen into somehow. <laughs> they stole into the car. Um, he fell in the window. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he fell in the window and accidentally left with all her things <laughs> draped over him. Um, so uh, he says that he's going to be DJing at a silent disco. Um, and you know he says it's fucking lame and he hates it. He's not stoked about it. And then yeah, and you they know. just got into that argument. So he's. 
you know, that was like way earlier in the day. They just got into that argument. He goes to Silent Disco pretty much from there after the trippy red shit. Yeah. So after the trippy red shit, he cuts it cuts to him at the at the Silent Disco, and he has like uh like there's this lady who quote unquote works for the sponsor. That, like, keeps asking him, like, she's like, oh, can you play this? And he's like, I'm not playing that at all. And she's like, oh, my. She's like, why not? You know, I work for the sponsor. Yeah, she's like, can you play Party in the USA by Miley Cyrus? (laughs) Yeah, and he's like, I think he's I'd rather die. (laughs) Yeah. And she's like, well, I work for the sponsor. And he's like, oh, my God, you work for the sponsor? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And she's like, you're a dick. And, like, walks away from him. And he's like, she's like, uh, you know, uh, like, he's just like, I can't believe this. You're going to get me in trouble on this awesome job. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and then, like, he realized is that nobody's listening to him he's like how's everybody doing nobody answers so like he's like dancing with the people like making fun of them and one guy walks by and he goes high five you like black people and he high fives him he goes yeah and then the next guy high five you don't like black people and he high fives him he's like you're crazy (laughs) (laughs) and he's just yeah he's just having all these like obnoxious exchanges with people because they have headphones on and can't hear him and like you know yeah exactly they think he's being nice when he's really just like you know just being a dick and it's a like you know it, he's like it, it is a bunch of if white you don't know people. what a silent disco is by the way like because i know what it is but basically but a lot of people might not it's when you go to a you're in like a like a it's like a party room or whatever basically this one at least and, you're on uh, an open dance floor and yeah, they have and you have bl- headphones they give you bluetooth headphones everybody and all all of them are tuned the in in your headphones yeah all of them are tuned in to the same to the DJ and in and also you could change it yourself uh, some at some of them and then your headphones change a different color and then people know which music you're dancing to from your color yeah exactly yeah. so you like you could be like the DJ could set up like four or five different songs mm-hmm. and then uh, you know let them all just play and people will dance to whatever they feel like dancing yeah. to so it's basically just like uh it's like clubbing if you're really antisocial <laughs> so yeah so. They, that he's doing the DJ. So, yeah, so he's like fucking with all these people. He's, he's like, DJ. He, yeah, he's like, you're, yeah, he's like, all you people, let me know if you're having fun. And like, yeah, you know, he's yeah, just there. fucking around. And out of nowhere, Emma shows up and like spooks him. And he's like, oh shit, what are you doing here? And she's like, you know, I came to visit you. I'm thought, you know, and she like, she doesn't apologize, but she's like, you know, yeah, basically there. Like, uh, she's apologizing, but not saying it. Yeah, she, she's like she's there. To, to she's apologize. yeah, she's there to make up basically. Um, and Els is like, yo, I'm, you know, it's a good thing you came because I actually got this for you. And it doesn't even make sense why he has it with him, but he gives her the wooden shirt, and he's like, you know, so that way nobody will think that you you're wearing one of my shirts again. And like, you know, she put yeah, exactly. he helps her put the wooden shirt on, and she like <laughs> just well, starts walking around. And They're dancing looked, when she has a wooden shirt on. Yeah, and like she just starts walking around, like looking like a goon with it. Yeah. So then, uh, hi, I'm Dave. Yeah, they're, <laughs> and they're dancing to the silent disco, and you realize the whole time they've been listening to, hi, I'm Dave. <laughs> well, maybe. But <laughs> that goes to the next episode, which is episode eight, which uh, me and Elvira just watched probably like an hour ago. Yeah, Pibe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, P-I-B-E. P-I-B-E. That's the name of episode eight. Um, and it starts off with uh, with Dave and Mike going to a few different, uh, like, you know, do, doing their pitch to different to, labels. To different labels. Yeah, the first, exactly. like, uh, the first one, Mike's got, like, a PowerPoint up, and he's like, um, this, uh, this, the, my dick sucks got him uh, noticed. Now, um, whatchamacallit, uh, somebody suck me so that he could be integrated as a, uh, as a, like a comic, you know, relief yeah, and, exactly. and all this shit. Go viral. Yeah. And go, and go viral. What is little Dickie's next move? Uh, that 
is up in the air. Maybe yeah. it could be with you. And like he like high fives him and as he sits down and then he's like little Dickie's like, Yes, yeah, so I'm working on an album. It's called Penis. Yeah, and they all just sit there and laugh at him and this is like something that happens basically in every one besides the last one. So he he they laugh at him. And uh, they're just like, he's like, dude, why are you laughing? Do you even get it? And everybody's just like, oh, sorry, sorry, whatever. And they're like, listen, little Dicky, have you ever been suck like this? And they give him a contract. And, and he like, looks, yeah, he looks yeah. right at him. And he goes, uh, he goes, I do love to get sucked. But honestly, this feels like I'm getting fucked in the ass, or at least how I imagined it would feel. <laughs> <laughs> and he bites off a piece of the contract and tries like eight times to spit it in the air. And he's like, I, I have a slack jaw and an, <laughs> and, a, and an underbite, and that's why I could only chew off that, that little piece of paper there. That's why I got only was able to take that much of it. And then Mike is like, uh, can we get another copy? Do you, do you, <laughs> and like he gets up, and he's like, you people are going to have to do better if you want to keep this around. <laughs> then he like leaves, and Mike's like, so uh, do you have another copy of that? And then like it cuts to them in the next in the next meeting. Yeah, they have the second pitch. And then uh, and it's Dave, and he's like, listen, I'm like Kanye. I'm better than Kanye. What can I say? Like, you know, and he's no. like, He's like, I'm like Kanye. I'm innovative this, but I'm like white Kanye. Yeah. And then he's like, so I'm actually like Eminem, the greatest selling artist of all time. And Mike interrupts him. He's like, it's Drake. And he's like, what? He's like, Drake surpassed Eminem. And he's like, when? And he's like, this year. And he's like, he's like, you know, I have I'm a lovable looking guy. Like uh, I'm the type of guy that 12 year old girls would want to marry. Not that they would be able to because I'm not a pedophile, but they would want to. But they wouldn't be able to. And he's like, just keep going, Mike. Yeah. On the side. And he's like, so what do you get? The Zane effect. <laughs> <laughs> he's and, like, I don't even know who Zane is. And one of the guys is like Zane Malik. And they're like, and he's so hot. And everybody's like, yeah, he is hot. <laughs> he's like, and it doesn't even matter what his music sounds like just because he's so hot. <laughs> so, um, but after that, they kind of just like skip around too. I think they'll probably laugh at him saying penis too. I don't remember. Exactly. Yeah. No. Yeah. So he sits down and he tells them that the album's called penis and they all start cracking up like they don't. <laughs> Don't even give him a chance. Yeah, they like laugh him out of the room. Yeah, and he's like, "You guys, it, you you don't even know what you're laughing at." Well, isn't that funny? He's like, "That that's hysterical." Huh? And like he he's like, be, like sarcastically like, laughing as he's leaving. Like I don't get why he would be offended. That like, dude, if you, I told you my album was named Penis and you didn't laugh, I would kind of be like, "You're weird." Nah, dude, you should be taking his music seriously. <laughs> he's just like the the Lonely Island. That I think that they compare him to the Lonely Island too. Maybe it's the other one or not. Or, or them, I mean, but I'm not sure. But after after that, they skip to the – oh, no, no, They do say that he could be the Lonely Island. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. In, in that and second then, meeting, yeah. And, and he's like, oh, I'm not – is my music funny to you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then after that, they skip to the uh, the third meeting. And they're all like yeah. – the, the, like, this is the first one that – This sent, is the one that he actually goes with. Yeah, he – yes, yeah, so eventually the, the, this is the one you see that he actually signs to as this third label. They're, you know, much more uh, professional-seeming. They're all like, Dave, listen, you know, we know – you're that you're hysterical, but we want you here because you're you're an incredible rapper. Yeah, we exactly. all think you're a very talented rapper. And he's like, yeah, I, I am great, aren't I? And they're like, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and they, um, he's like, all right, listen, you know, cut the bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's like, if I sign with any label, it's just to be a machine where like I am the creative control, one hundred percent me, and you yeah, guys are just, just there like to like being a real dick. Yeah, but, like he has to get it. Uh, and I they're like, it, you know? and they all agree. They're like, no, one hundred percent. We are just here to to help you along your way. You know, all the creative control would come by you. We would help yeah. you just get on get on Spotify Fridays and like things like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're basically telling him, you know, and this is super important. They're basically telling him the whole time that. 
you know, creative is all you. You could do what you want here. We just want you on our label because you're talented. Yeah, it's basically what you would call really nice people if they weren't complete fucking assholes like these people are in the yeah, end. Yeah, so you find out that they're <laughs> assholes in the end. Yeah, but after they try to hook him up with Benny Blanco, who's like, you, uh, he produced Justin Bieber. He produced a bunch of people. I think Kanye, about yeah. Him. Oh, yeah, he's, Kanye. He, tons of people. Yeah, and and, and as soon as they mention him, Kanye, yeah. he's like, oh, you work with Ka- yeah. At first, they're like, so uh, we have Benny Blanco. He's a, he's a pop producer, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, why would I want to work with a pop producer? I'm a he rapper. Goes, he's like, I hate pop. the same page alert going off. Yeah, he's like, not on the same. And Mike's like, sit down. What are you What are you doing? Stop that. Stop that. And like, Yeah, he's Mike like, is so embarrassing yeah, the whole time. Yeah, so uh, and then they're like, well, he's worked with Kanye. And he's like, oh, he worked with Kanye? Sign me up. Say no more. <laughs> and like, That's that, exactly how I would be, too. If, if anybody was like, you get to work with this person, you work with Kanye, I'd be like, one step closer. <laughs> <laughs> Justin's outside the Kardashians' house within the bushes. I'm usually there uh, with a notepad. No. <laughs> so, like, they say, basically say that it went well and they're about to leave. And Dickie's, like, about, he's like, so, guys, just so you know, at the beginning of this meeting, I was picturing, I was thinking about t- picking up this glass of water and just throwing it and smashing it against that window there <laughs> just to set the tone. And Mike's like, why, why, would, you, why would you tell them that? Why, why, what do you say? Yeah, it makes no sense. It was like it went well. And he's like, you're lucky I didn't have to do this to you guys, basically. Yeah. And they're like, okay. So after that, he goes and he meets uh, Benny Blanco. And yeah, so it, it cuts they, to him outside yeah. of Benny Blanco's house, and Benny Blanco walks outside, and he just starts saying this fucking wild shit. He's like, yo, uh, fuck. Pin me up and yeah, pull me down. <laughs> no, he's like, d- dip me in egg batter and fry me up and yeah. flip my ass over and shove wasabi up my dick. Yeah, and like he says all this wild shit. Just and to make he, fun of somebody suck me. Basically. Yeah, yeah. He's basically making the somebody suck me joke, but w- way too extravagant. And then he's like, and, and uh, uh, you know, and what's up? And hey, I'm Benny Blanco. Come in. <laughs> and then like, it's mad normal after that. Yeah. Um, so they're walking around his house, and he's like, Dickie's like, yo, like, mad impressed. And he's, like, talking to him, and he's like, you know, so how many uh, b- how many no- number ones have you got? No, no, no. Before that, before that, this is a really important part of the episode. He's like, oh, I'm in a session. Just hold on. He's about to leave. And they walk in, and Lil Dickie's song is playing. He's like, who is that? And then it's Justin oh. Bieber yeah. playing his song. He's like, yo, Dickie, I was just checking you out just now. Yeah. And he's like, um, what? He's Justin like, oh, Bieber? my God, it's Bieber. <laughs> and he's like, he's just like talking to him about something. He was like asking him a bunch of questions. And Benny's like, oh, this is the best moment of his life probably. You know, yeah. so he's like, really, uh, he's uh, going to remember this a lot for the yeah. rest of his life. And he's like. He's like he goes to leave and he hug he goes to hu- little think he goes to hug everybody all the time for some reason. Yeah, he like he hugs him when he first says hi and Bieber like you know Be- so Bieber's like says to uh to Benny Blanco he's like yo dude you know can you come to the party tonight and he's yeah. like yo Dicky c- come to my party tonight and he's like yeah really <laughs> and he's like yeah dude you know it'd be, it'd be cool you he's know like, by the way my girlfriend loves you <laughs> yeah. he's like oh really I haven't heard that before yeah Justin Justin <laughs> Justin Bieber's like he's like dude my girlfriend is your number one he's like number one fan huh yeah really he's like nah. I've never heard that before. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That's that's cool though. Thanks. <laughs> and then he's like, uh, like he hugs him again before he goes to leave, and it's mad awkward. And he's like, "All right, guys, beebs out." No, I'm just kidding. I don't actually say that. I'm actually pretty normal. <laughs> he just just leaves. The first time we saw that, we were dying yeah. because it's like it's such a funny Justin yeah, Bieber hilarious. cameo. It's hilarious. I hope he. I hope he. Uh, I think he has a song with Justin Bieber, right, or something. I think so. Maybe I don't, I don't know. I gotta double check. But well, dude, listen. Today's the day of speculation. So super. We're not gonna figure it out. Yeah. Super <laughs> fucking funny that he's just like, beeps out. No, I don't actually say that. I'm a normal guy. Yeah. Exactly. So and D- Dave's like, I'm. I'm pretty normal too. So after that is when they're talking about the number ones because he like shows him a song. 
and no, he's basically like he's basically like thinking Benny Blanco ain't shit, and it's like he's kind of stupid for that. But obviously, it's a character in the show, so um, he's like, "How many number ones do you have?" And little Dicky's like, "I don't know who, oh, who really t- keeps track of that." You just know? just to bring it back a second, when um. When Biebs invites him to the party, he's like, yo, what are you doing tonight? And he's like, I don't know. I'm probably just going to pibe. And that's the name of the episode. And he's like, pibe. Uh, and they're all like looking at him. He's like, oh, play it by ear. Yeah, it's an acronym. I'm, I'm trying to get it, you know, I'm trying to get the, it, get it off the ground. And he, Justin Bieber's like, it's got no legs. Yeah, and he's <laughs> like, well, you know, if you start using it, maybe it will get off the ground. He, yeah, <laughs> okay. oh, okay, yeah, maybe. <laughs> like, you know, it's like just a mad, uncomfortable part. So, um, so it goes back and they're talking about the number ones. And, um. Yeah, and Benny's like, well, how many number ones do you have? And like, Dickie's like, well, I, what do you even define a number one? And he's yeah. like, Billboard. He's like, Billboard number yeah, one. Yeah, this little company down the street called Billboard. <laughs> and he's like, well, uh, none. I I have zero. Yeah, and he's like, show me some music. And he's like, my unreleased music. And he's like, yeah, you have like two songs. That I need to hear some shit. Yeah, so he starts showing him like a beat and like starts rapping over it. And he's like, whoa, 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 dude, one, you're doing like way too much. Why are you doing this? Why are yeah. you doing it like that? It's like that? a verbal diarrhea. And he's like, "Well, I just I just got into it. If you like, if you gave it a little longer." And then he's like, well, "What's up with your beats? Why are they so white?" <laughs> and it's like, you know, Dicky, like, you know, like you see him look off like to the side because obviously Els is not white. Yeah, he. I think he even says it. He goes, "Well, my friend makes them, and he's actually not. Uh, he's not white." So, yeah. So, um, so then what's his face? Is Benny Blanco's girlfriend comes down? What's-his-face. Yeah. What's-his-face, a.k.a. Benny Blanco. <laughs> yeah. What's-his-face, a.k.a. Benny Blanco. Yeah, his girlfriend comes in, and Lil Dicky's like, uh, yeah. is that girl? Uh. His tongue, like, cartoonishly goes out on the floor, and he has, like, a Pepe Le Pew moment. Yeah, you see his eyes literally bulk out of his head, and it's like, <laughs> and his, nose, his nose starts bleeding all over the floor. Yeah, his nose starts bleeding, and he goes like, awesome, like, and he just backflips out the room. He's like he's Master Roshi. It was a really, uh, really crazy moment of the no. But anyway, so he sees his girlfriend. And he's like, "Wow, mad and impressed." Like, and then they're making out, and then the scene basically ends. It's like some like, like I don't know, some like stupid shit. Basically. No, they're, <laughs> she, his girl. She's like uh, Benny Blanco's. Like, yeah, you never thought like a guy like me could be with a girl like this, huh? And he, she, he's like, his girlfriend's like, oh, don't say that. You're not ugly and whatnot. And she's like, you know, you guys actually kind of look like you could be brothers. <laughs> and they're both like, it's it's because we're Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> I actually heard on uh, Andrew Santino's podcast that we were talking about the last time. He said that Benny Blanco, uh, I mean, Dickie said that Blanny Bon... Ugh. Benny Blanco looks like a condensed version of himself. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's pretty true. So after that... Um, there it goes to like the backyard and it's like it's a uh, alley it's everybody basically it's alley emma gata Els, mike and they're just like cooking and like chilling they're doing some weird shit and little dicky's talking about how he's gonna go to the party and alley wants to go but he's like i don't know i don't know if i should just bring people you know like i he just invited me i, I don't want to like overstep you know same thing that was Els was basically saying last episode if only he had trippy red to tell him that uh, he's not overstepping his boundaries. Yeah, he, you know? he, he's, he's, saying uh, that, he's saying that he doesn't want to bring them, and then, like, Justin Bieber will be like, why did you bring people? Even though that's kind of stupid. Like, he invited him randomly, you know? And, like, kind of while they're having this conversation, Mike and Gata are, like, talking about, like, the co- the, the cooking, and Gata pulls out, like, salmon out of his backpack. <laughs> and he's like, yo, he's like, you had salmon? I got the salmon. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yo, I got some salmon. Throw this on there. And he's like, you had salmon in your backpack this whole time? He's like, no, I'm not throwing it on there. And he's like, have some nice, fresh, uh, homemade iced tea. And he puts the iced tea pitcher down on, like, the table. And the table has, like, a um, 
a the uh, hole in the middle. No, no. Well, oh, you'd, uh, uh, apron. What is it called? <laughs> We're both blanking on this word right now. A tablecloth. Tablecloth. <laughs> it has an apron on it. Has has the word table in it. Uh, so the table has like a big picnic tablecloth over it. So you can't see that there's a hole in the table. So yeah. Mike puts the the pitcher in the center of the table and it just sinks through the center <laughs> of the table with the tablecloth. And they're like, "Why do you have a hole in the table?" And Mike's like, "It's for milking." And we're not happy about it. <laughs> right, Dave? <laughs> and they're all like, yeah. But then you also figure out in this part that Allie and uh, Els are going to go to watch like a football game at the bar later. Yeah. Instead of going to the party, which is kind of weird, I thought. I Like, I don't even get why that part happened. Because nothing, like, they don't really, like, bond as characters in that moment. They kind of do, but they're not, like, friends after that, you know? Especially what happens in the later episodes. It's like... Yeah, but I mean, I guess it goes to show... That anybody in these groups could hang out. I yeah, guess. yeah. I was gonna say that the group members are interchangeable. That they are all actually like friends. Yeah, uh, you know that exactly. whole spiel. Yeah, I guess. So um, that's when it, that's what it cuts to basically right after this is them at the bar. Yeah, so it cuts to, to them at the bar and um, which I'm gonna call Els pretends to be talking to like Justin Bieber and like you know oh, no, 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 not Els. Uh, that's little Dicky. So in there. Oh the yeah, bar, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. They're yes. just watching the game and they're getting like fucked up. You could say, like they're basically like, "Yo, we're gonna black out tonight." Yeah, like, yeah. They start getting hammered and so, like it's funny because like they're talking about football and they're talking about the game that's on and everything and like yeah. uh, some dude like comes over like while Els goes to get a drink or get something and um, some dude walks over to Ali and he's like, "Oh, you know," and starts talking about football. Yeah, and he's basically making a Patriots joke. He's like, "Oh." I'm you're Tom Brady and I'm Bill Belichick and she's like well Bill Belichick and Tom Brady wouldn't even be near each other like he would be like on the side of the field like blah blah and he's like oh so you know football huh and he's like basically like patronizing her you know yeah and she's like oh my god yeah me a girl knowing something about football how crazy is that isn't that wild and, and he like, gets like offended he gets offended and then calls her a bitch basically yeah like he he gets offended that like he was like assumptuous and this that- is like the do you know what a chad is do you know what? It, like, oh yeah, like dude. A, yeah, he's like, he, he, dude. He's total. He's total like Chad. He's yeah, like he's the definition of Chad. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> he, he's like uh, he's almost a yo bro. His name might as well have been Chad. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure in the credits it's Chad. No. It, I'm sure in the credits it's either tra- Chad or Kyle or Chaz. No. <laughs> so um, yeah, actually, what is? Do you know what Chad is short for? Is that just it? Mm, I have no idea. Is yeah. it like Chadalia? <laughs> Chad- Chadalia? Chadrick. Yeah, Chadrick. Is there anybody named Chad out there? Can you let us know what Chad is either short or if like... Because I've heard Chaz. Is that like... No, it's Charlie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what the hell is Chad short? I I'm don't know. pretty sure it's just Chad. It's like James. No, but James has Jim. Yeah. What the hell? We need a nickname for Chad. What Somebody is- named Chad. Let us know your nickname. Yeah. What is it? Is it Ch? <laughs> Can we call you Ch? Can we call you So yeah, um they but right in the middle of like the bar scene with them, they show little Dickie getting ready for the party and he's just like he's like having all these fake conversations. He's yeah, like, he's putting like he's like holding shirts up in front of him like different shirts up in front of himself like in the mirror yeah. and he's like uh he's, he's shaving his dick. Yeah, basically. he's he's like, "Oh," and he's like like Justin said he's pretending to have all these like conversations with famous people. So when he's like trying on the shirts, he's like, "Oh, uh LeBron James. I want to go into that bathroom. I think Renee Zellweger just took a 
shit in yeah. there. And, and then he's shaving his dick in the bathroom, and he's like, "Oh, Key and Peel, you didn't you didn't know that that hair, hair could grow up somebody's shaft." Yeah, he he's like, "You didn't know that the hair usually grows up the all the way up the shaft. That's not actually not that uncommon." I thought that you would know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he just he asked somebody if they're on Propecia. He's like, "Hey, Riri, Riri, come over here. You want to go to the Met Gala and dress up like cabbage?" <laughs> <laughs> or no, no, uh, I think he says like. Uh, something wedged something yeah 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 um it's mad funny so like he's uh, yeah he's he's just having like a bunch of conversations out loud like at his in his house as he's getting ready yeah and then he goes to the party like right after that yeah so um so he shows up at the party and like uh he's, then he does his somebody suck me again where yeah he's extreme. he's it's dickie's outside in the backyard where this whole party is taking place and benny blanco comes up onto the pa- the upstairs patio and he's like Oh, little Dicky, you know, fry my ass and dip me in fucking, you know, marinara sauce, <laughs> and like says all this fucking wild shit. And then he's like, "All right, st- st- yeah, how you doing tonight, dude?" He's <laughs> like, "I'm gonna come down there. Just meet meet me behind the fourth ping pong table." It's like, "Uh, what?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, so they start walking around the party, and he's like, "Yo, uh, you know, this is this is crazy, and uh, you know, this this place is nuts." And he's like, "Yeah, Bieber's is never even here, dude. He's like, you know, uh, he's never shows up at these parties, and he's like, he's not here. He's not yeah, coming. He's like, should I have I br- should I have brought him wine? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm not sure of the etiquette over here. And and Penny Penny Blanco's girlfriend's like with them when they're like having this like walkthrough of the house, and she's like, "Why didn't you bring anybody?" And he's like, "I I didn't know I I was allowed to. You know, I didn't, I wasn't sure of the etiquette. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, um." And they all thought it was weird, and it's funny because it's like in that moment they're like uh, they're like saying it's not weird that he would have brought people. It's more weird that he didn't. But then later, uh, Allie and Elle show up, and he's like, "What were you gonna invite your grandmother to?" It's like, "Well, I thought you were okay with it before. Like, what are you talking about?" Yeah. <laughs> so before uh, Allie and Elle show up, um, it's like uh, Benny Benny and his girlfriend kind of like leave Dicky, like because he's being weird and uncomfortable. So he goes and he meets Courtney Kardashian, and they're talking about <laughs> whether or not a man could actually give birth. And he's like, "Listen, well, like you know, like I know that somebody in your direct like family, like well, yeah, you know? they like she Googled it and she found an article. I actually remember this art, this guy from when I was in school. They like when I was in fifth grade, they told us about this guy." who was a man and he gave birth and uh, it was just like, I didn't at the time I was like, that is uh, interesting. <laughs> you know, like I really couldn't believe it, but she was saying that he wasn't like a, like she looked it up and she found it and they said that he wasn't like a natural born man. And then little Dickie's like, well, I know, you know, he's like really uncomfortable because basically every time that little Dickie meets somebody, he has to be super uncomfortable and they always find the most uncomfortable thing for him. Yeah. It, it's, it's pretty hysterical. So, um, so he ends up like making Courtney Kardashian laugh and like they have a good conversation and like later it shows that Els and Emma show up to the party and like they no, run. No, no, no. Els and Allie. Els and Allie. Thank you. <laughs> Els and Allie show up to the party and, um. You know, they run into... They're mad drunk. They're yeah. blackout drunk. Remember? Yeah, well, Els is, like, visually more fucked up. Like, yeah, than, he's acting crazy. Um, than, uh, than Allie, and they, uh, you know, they run into each other, and he's like, yo, I'm so sorry I didn't bring you, and she's like, I know, it's crazy, we showed up, you know, and he's like, no, don't be yeah. sorry, you know, I'm, I'm really happy you're here, blah, 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 you know, I was... It was stupid of me not to, to invite you guys in the first he place. He's basically, like, in my mind, he's, like, thinking that Justin Bieber wanted him to come. Like, he was like, oh, Lil Dicky has to be at my party. But it's like he was just inviting him because he invites anybody to these parties. Yeah, Justin basically. Bieber's like the great Gatsby. 
<laughs> yeah, so L so um so so L's is fucked up and they're watching him like be fucked up around this party and he's fucking with like marshmallow the DJ. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, <laughs> he's fucking like with his hat. Him, yeah, with, take the marshmallow off. yeah, he's trying to like fuck with his like a helmet and like shit and it's it's pretty fucking funny. And uh Ali sees Kim Kardashian hug uh dave yeah, on the like, way out bye, and then she hugs him he's he's like uh bye court <laughs> and she's like bye court that, how do you know her he's like yeah that was courtney kardashian we're cool yeah <laughs> it's, it's funny because in the earlier part of the episode she asked if the kardashians are going to be there yeah yeah it, it, it's, it's pretty funny <laughs> it's like auto payback uh not payback payoff but then after that uh basically the episode ends like right after the hi payoff. i'm dave <laughs> yeah and the exactly. next, the next episode. We're totally not getting sick of saying hi. I'm just, no. <laughs> no, I mean, ten more episodes in season two, so <laughs> I'm gonna be saying it a lot. Um, so episode nine is Allie's toast, and um, at first, before we actually watched this episode, before I read the synopsis for this episode, I thought it had something to do with breakfast toast. <laughs> nothing, nothing. Apparently, she's not that good at toast, or like we like to say, uh, making bread. <laughs> <laughs> she's not too too uh skilled at tan bread yeah. so um no so obviously this episode has nothing to do with bread or toasting it um, it's actually about her having to give a toast at her sister's, sister's wedding, wedding yes yeah. and it's funny because they don't really like this is like yo let's say like sister's wedding again but like let's harmonize it okay, you ready? <laughs> at the same time okay, you, ready? you do the low i'll do the high one two three sister's, sister's wedding, wedding. That was almost there. Uh, so, um, Sister's wedding. <laughs> no, but anyway, so yeah, she has to give a speech, and it's funny because like now she's the main character in this episode. Yeah, like, so the way that it shifts. So like, uh, you you kind of like this is like uh, the last character they really give like their own episode to. Like, sadly, Mike doesn't get his own episode. Even though he's scene. he's kind of there in every episode, importantly, as much as Dave. Yeah, well, I mean, ju- because of his his it's position, coming. it's coming. Yeah, because of his position. Actually, but- you could argue that the one where he becomes a manager is his episode. Yeah. Even though it follows Dave a lot too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you you can say you <laughs> can gonna, say that. Just I don't know. Why is your why is your voice getting high pitched? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh no. Um yeah, no, you could say that. I mean, uh yeah. like like but it's not as hard like 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 yeah, you said. It's not like he's the main character. Yeah, this this like follows uh Allie around a little bit more. Um and like it kinda gives you like the hardest peak um into their relationship other than like the sex episode that you have yeah <laughs> and i say that one's almost still like a pilot because even the two episodes came out at the same time so yeah and i say sex episode because like you know they talk about a milking table and dave fucks those <laughs> fucking fake leg things um we're not gonna get back the into this silly the fuck me silly three <laughs> what the fuck is that it's a fuck me silly three <laughs> Yeah, so um, in the beginning, it's like this iconic scene where they're just where Dave. She's trying to get Dave to get ready to leave. Yeah, and she's and she's all anxious about the wedding and getting yeah. there on time, and she's nervous about having to give the speech. And Dave's and like just on his playing computer, on his computer, this making making this like he he has a piano up and uh, he's like playing these two chords. Like I, back I think he just has the beat honestly like that. I Is that he was it? Playing. No, I think he, I think he was playing it at the fir- in the first part of the episode. Um, or maybe maybe he but just it has it up, but yeah. Po- point today's is, today's a day of not figuring things out. Yeah, so. we're not we're not gonna look it up today. <laughs> um, so point is, uh, he's he has this beat on 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 the um piano uh, on the keyboard playing. Uh, yeah, computer, computer. Uh-huh. on the goddamn and computer playing. He has like, auto tune on. He's singing. Yeah, he's singing into it, and it like sounds mad T Pain, and it's funny, and it's just like these sad chords going back and forth with each other, and he's like, "Girl, we're gonna dance tonight," you like, you know, and it's like cute, and like, you know, and she's like, "But we gotta go right now," and she's like, "No, just a minute now." Um, 
you know, and it's 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 really cute. And he's like, well, at least that was fun while it lasted. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like she makes him, he makes her put on the headphones. Sorry, I was like having an issue there. Yeah. For a second. <laughs> uh, she makes him put on the headphones. Uh, I mean, he makes her put on the headphones so that she could hear it with the auto tune. They sing a song together, yeah. and right after that, they leave to go uh, up to where I think they're going up to like a lake house or something. I don't know to, to for the wedding to start, and they start driving on like the highway. And at one point, they hit a rabbit, and she's like freaking out because she wants Dave to go out and kill the rabbit. Yeah, so like that make she could he, die and not, uh, you know sit there and suffer but he's like uh, i don't want to hit it again like uh i understand that you uh you don't want it to suffer but like can't we just get out of here quickly and you know she's just like i don't know she makes him do it basically yeah she's, he, she's he kind of freaking out about task. it <laughs> she's kind of freaking out about it and you can kind of understand but at the same time it's kind of just it's a fucked situation no one wants to yeah i wouldn't do want that to do that i would just leave honestly unfortunately i'd be upset but uh, I, it's funny because people act like they wouldn't be upset in this situation. But I know a bunch of people who have hit animals when they were driving and they were totally upset. It's like an upsetting moment. Obviously, you don't want to do it. Yeah, you know? it's, it's fucked. Yeah. And then Mike is also calling him and asking him about uh, if he's going to sign the contract because they're offering him $200,000 for his first uh, record deal. For his catalog of for music. For his first and, album. Yeah. First album. $200,000. And like me and LG were even talking about this. And it's like if I was in Little Dickie's position – um, I wouldn't want to. I don't know if I would want to sign a two hundred thousand dollar deal because he get, he already has, like he said, he has the he's making the pitch to them about how good he is. First of all, yeah, he thinks he's the best. So why would you willingly sign something like that? He has millions of plays on the songs he already has out. He's the somebody suck me guy. He could probably make like ten million plays on every song, and who knows what that would actually add up to uh, money wise. You know? Yeah, that's one of those things where. Uh we don't have the experience or the uh, the financial gain from our music coming back. It's one back of those like things that, that we're yet. not Dave. Yeah, we're, we're, we don't have <laughs> Even the stream. Even though we keep saying, hi, I'm Dave, we're not. We don't have the, the stream count like that. <laughs> so um, so the whole time you could see that this uh, there's this biting and anxiety going on for Dave about his record contract, about how he's not sure, he doesn't want to like sign and have and them fuck him. And he wants to be present with her, with Allie, but like, you know, he's, he's worried also, about his he has career. so much going on. It's yeah. not his fault, honestly, even this one time. And um, so he has so much going on uh, between that. He's trying to decide the, uh, the if he should take the record deal or not. And then at the and they're at the wedding this yeah. whole weekend, like they're they're this whole wedding, time. Yeah. yeah, doing doing stuff, taking pictures for the wedding, and mm -hmm. like you know all that all that good stuff. So then they're having dinner with Allie's whole family, and uh, they're talking about Allie. But then it, it diverts to talking about Dave, and they're like, "Wow, you're so successful! Like you're about to sign a record deal or whatever." And he's talking about it, and his uh, both valleys. Uh, like his her sister and her husband to be is are both lawyers. Beyonce. So everybody's super successful and then her mom is kinda like if only Allie was that successful and they're making her like feel like shit even though like she didn't obviously she's doing nothing wrong and yeah. she's more like stable of a person than Dave is, you know. She's so normal. Yeah, like, pretty much. It's kind of like crazy to and you know, it's just like it's adding to her nervousness about having to do the speech and feeling like nobody cares about her basically throughout the episode, you know. Uh yeah, pretty much. So, 
Um, they end up going for a hike, like the together yeah, on yeah. the on this like you know this this yeah, we family, family weekend yeah. extravaganza wedding style, uh, whatever thing. And uh, Dave has to shit like really bad the whole time, <laughs> and he ends up shitting himself oh in the woods. God. It's one of the craziest scenes that happens. Like he he's like, I gotta shit, and she's like, what? And he like runs, and he pulls down his shorts, and you see like a log of shit fall out of his shorts, like from the front. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> fucking ridiculous. And then he just like diarrheas on the floor it was like the most dis- <laughs> I, I forgot exactly what happens but he like all over the the fucking floor and then just walks away it was the most it was disgusting it was hilarious it fits in the show so well but this yeah. episode is so serious that that moment's like is this really happening yeah it's pretty outrageous he literally is just like spray shitting in the woods yeah. so uh so it cuts back and they're finally at the wedding or like in the middle of the or the the it's rehearsal, the rehearsal dinner, excuse yeah. me. No, they're, so they're in the middle of the rehearsal dinner, and um, like one of the waiters comes over and he's like, "Oh my God, you're little Dicky. Can I get a picture with you, bro?" Um, and he's like, "Yeah, sure, bro." You he's know, he's like, "Oh, could we be like this?" And he's like, "The man has preferences." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Allie's like a little annoyed, like you know, you could say because like she just wants Dare Dave. Her take the picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she wants Dave to like be. More, with her, yeah, involved in like what's going on between them. She's and having not, a hard time. Yeah, exactly. So, so she she needs him for support, and he's kind of still just like doing his thing with like his fans and all this. Mm-hmm. And, then, and he's always on the phone about the record deal. Yeah, and uh, yeah, like Justin said, and he keeps getting calls from Mike throughout this whole episode about the record deal. So, the fan, the the the, the waiter boy is like, "Yo, dude, you smoke? You want to smoke one after this?" <laughs> and like, he's like, Dick, "Hell yeah!" Yeah, Dickie's like, "Well, I mean, who door turns down weed?" And then he turns to Allie, and he's like, "But probably not tonight." <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "You know, can't, dude. Sorry." And I think actually this is kind of funny too, because like right now they're already kind of distant, distant, but earlier in the episode. Um, right after the dinner, they were like laying down. She was complaining about what was happening, and oh my he's God. like asking to have sex, and he's like, "We could do it quietly. Look, you could fuck me quietly." And then she says no, so he's like, "You know, I can ejaculate by myself." Like, no, he <laughs> I can ejaculate hands free, <laughs> not by myself. He says I can ejaculate hands free, and he's talking about how he like focuses all the muscles in his body. Yeah, he has like a whole like plan to yeah. do it. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, "Actually, you know what? I'm not gonna do it now." And she's like, "Good." He's like, "I'm gonna let the cream brew." Yeah, she's like, Ugh. "I was." She's like, "I wasn't worried." <laughs> it's so disgusting when he says, "I'm gonna let the cream brew." Yeah, that's the most disgusting thing I've ever heard. So flashback forward and um. Yeah, you know, they end up getting into like a little bit of an argument, about, like the big argument, basically about yeah. like how um, she needs him to support her right now, and she's having a hard time with everything, and he's super focused on his career right now, and like you know he doesn't want to give up his focus on his career. Yeah, both people have good points. Yeah, like, she wants attention because she's with him, and it's always about him throughout the whole show, and it's yeah, because it's his show, right? But like it is always about him, even with her. And yeah. he's like, well, I have to – this is literally the time I have to focus on it. Like, after this is when I could stop focusing on it. Yeah, yeah. So, like, he's at this crux in his career where he, like, needs to be devoting all of his time and all of his attention to his career. And she's like, yeah, dude, but, like, you know, that's not fair to me because I'm your girlfriend and I need your time and I need yeah, your, exactly. your, you know, stuff too. So, like, it's it, – like Justin said, they both have really good points and it's like – you really feel for both of them. So And throughout the whole episode she's given like different versions of her toast to him and saying that he's having she's having a hard time and he wants she wants him to help. She wants his help. 
and he like isn't really like he's like kind of being a dick this whole episode honestly yeah he's kind of not really being helpful at all so uh the next day is the wedding and Adley's like not really talking to him yeah, he's and like, what's up and she just ignores him yeah and like they're taking pictures and he's like so what do you, you know what do you want to do after this or like what are we doing next and she like just doesn't answer him and walks away and um, she's just about to give the speech. Like and later that night. I yeah, think. yeah. It's, it's hard because it shows them in the day and then it's like night again. Yeah. So yeah. it's really confusing. Um, So so Allie's just about to start giving her speech and fucking Dickie gets the call from, from Mike. And uh, he runs out. Mike's like cursing at him now. He's like, dude, fucking Get, you know, the si- sign the fucking contract. We got it up to two hundred fifty fifty thousand. Like, you know, the extra fifty thousand. He's like, fucking do it because if you're not, they're gonna drop the deal. They're yeah. gonna fucking forget Their the contract. And weird, we're gonna quote unquote. Yeah, and he's like, we're and we're gonna be right back at fucking square one. And Dickie's like, dude, you know, I'm fucking worried. I need to fucking still think it over. Like, you need to give me more fucking time. And he hears them from inside the wedding start like clanking their 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 glasses, glasses yeah, to, the toast. to start the toast yeah to start Allie's toast so Dickie never been to a wedding yeah <laughs> so Dickie hangs up on Mike he runs back inside and Allie's giving her toast and um you know it's it's this really cute heartfelt story about when they were kids um when Allie and her older sister were kids and how her sister um they're, they they're, went to a magic show yeah they're at a magic show and her sister was chosen in the crowd to uh to be part of the disappearing act for this magician and the magician makes the girl disappear and she turns and like there's like a little bunny rabbit in her in her spot yeah and um she comes back and Allie says you know I couldn't I couldn't control myself for like more than 10 seconds you know I, I needed to know how um how it happened and she's like you know uh, and my sister always would just say, "Well, Allie, I got turned into a rabbit. That's just yeah, what happened. Like you saw it happen. That's yeah. that's all that happened." So and she's she, like, she's like comparing it to love in the wedding because she's like, you know, love is with the magic. They it's not about the illusion. It's about the person caring to keep up the illusion, and that's comparable to love. And while she's telling this speech, she's going on about how she learned this weekend about what real love really is and this stuff. And she, little Dicky is watching her, but it's like hitting him the wrong way. Like although it's love speech for the people getting married when little dickie's hearing it it's like right at him like in a really bad way yeah he's realizing what he's not doing um like you know right or what he's not supposed to be like you know or how he's supposed to be conducting himself and he realized that like she sees what's wrong or she's like come to this realization because of the their fight and because of like you know everything so ultimately she says that her sister um you know, she always thought that it was mean that her sister forever would always say, "Oh, it was just the, it was just the, uh, the." I turned into a rabbit. Yeah, I just turned into a rabbit. That's just the trick. You know, that was that, that was just the magic of it all. And she goes, "You know, I always thought it was mean. I always thought she was messing with me. But then I realized it's because she loves me and because she cares that she kept the magic alive for me." Yeah, and then so like right after that, Dave, like I don't know why me and LJ both had this reaction at different times when we watched it, like. We, we don't know why, but he leaves because, like, I guess he was just, like, having too hard. He's always, like, at the edge of, like, re- overreacting anyway. So he leaves, and he's, like, having a uh, – uh, like, he's crying basically almost about it, and they're both upset. Yeah, he's – they, tr- they play the song from the beginning of the episode, and we're going to play some of it now at least until it maybe – maybe we'll play the whole thing. I don't remember how long it is. But uh, so he's he like yeah. you know, and it's it it's this slow sad scene with this slow sad music behind, and Dave's driving right. home, and it's just like blue lights in the car, like the street lights in the car. Dave, we don't have time. And, and the song just starts playing. Yeah, it's from the beginning. This is what he was like playing, like at the beginning, like messing around with, and he just hears it. I guess he he's hearing it in his head. 
like as he's driving home. So long, I can't stop. So it's like, you know, this is right where she puts the headphones. It's pretty sad when it happens, honestly. Yeah. So when you're listening to it in the fir- the beginning of the episode, you're like, oh, it's cute because they're like sitting here. He's like playing with the, with this song, like pretending to make this song, and she's just like singing with him, like because it's like cute and a joke. But then when you're like thinking about it at the end of the episode, it's like sad as shit. So sad. Yeah. It's the saddest moment. And this is. This is the part that's sad. Yeah. And it just ends right yeah, there it, at the end of the episode. Yeah, it ends with. It was fun while it lasted, and this is the only episode that doesn't go high on Dave at the end. And this is this was the point when Justin and I were like, "Yo, this show has been good so far, but this show has the fucking the the depth and the possibility." To yeah, get finally, fu- it's good. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's, it's really uh, good. Yeah, to be good television, not just like funny or not just like you know uh, a good story, but like it has the depth to to really like make you feel something for your characters, which is, like, really important yeah. and really, like, uh, it, it, you know, it is the crux of, of every good show. You want to have characters that you, you truly do feel for, and this is the first time where, like, you can relate the whole time, but this is the first time you're like, oh, Yeah, you God. actually feel in this episode. Yeah. It's like, like, gives you goosebumps. Yeah, you turn this episode off, and you have to watch something happy after because you're <laughs> like, fuck, that was so sad. Well, luckily, the show does it for us. Yes. Yeah, me so. and LJ watch the show every week as it came out, okay? And... We're going to... So we sat for a week sad as fuck after the end of that episode. Waiting to see what's going to happen. Yeah, we were like, oh my God, I can't believe that episode ended so sad and there's only one episode left. What the (laughs) fuck are they going to do? And then Jail comes out. The next episode. Episode 10. It's amazing. It starts off... Like, we're going to play the song, so I actually don't want to talk too much about the song right now. I just want to talk about what happens after the song first. So the song is ridiculous, but they're playing this insane like music video you think it's the episode and then all of a sudden it cuts and they're at the record label and they're all offended by it even though they said dave you have full creative control um it it wouldn't matter like we're gonna do what you want to do they're all offended by what he's saying yeah it's really ridiculous so there's no intro the episode just starts and it's immediately a music video and it seems like he's it's not even doesn't it doesn't even seem like a music video it seems like he's rapping during while music is it's like on. his life it yeah he, it's he's like the show he's narrating he's narrating tonight to you like he's like we're at a show shit's going crazy crowd's yeah. going wild i'm having a good time uh make a little joke well, hold on yeah. before we t- i just don't want to talk too much about the plot yeah, of the video yeah. since we're gonna play it instead of like wasting all the time talking about the video let's just like after it's so insane it seems real like yeah. you really think it's real and then they cut away they're all offended and he's like, no, just let me finish playing the song. Finish playing the song, right? Like, you guys don't understand. It's about, like, the, it's about, like, jail. Yeah, and he's like, no, so- it's about the social justice reform that needs to happen. Yeah, he's like, I, I try to, to give you the uh, the understanding of uh, of the the social justice system through the, the scope of a privileged eye. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's he has a message apparently at the end of it, but the record label doesn't want to hear it no matter what, and they get offended. They're all like – it's basically like – 2020 SJW shit, right? Yeah, there. they like, hate it. Yeah, so we're gonna play it. Um, we're gonna we're gonna react to it right now, to, live on the podcast here, and uh, the we're gonna point out some of the funnier, just 
things that we first noticed when we were listening to this. First off, let me just shout out my boy Raheem. I, w- <laughs> I, th- I thought this guy, when you're first watching this, I thought this guy was going to be a character. Like, yeah, in I this, was ready. I, well, during the first five minutes, because this scene goes on for nine minutes. Um, during the first <laughs> you know, five minutes. a million times at this point. <laughs> yeah, during the first, which is half the episode, by the way. Um, so during the first five minutes, you're like, oh my God, like he's actually in jail now. Like the second season's going to be all about him in jail. Like I can't believe the show took this dramatic turn. And I thought Raheem was going to be a continuing character yeah exactly. but then obviously once you get to the nine or ten minute mark you're like damn it no Raheem like okay so let's just play you yeah ready? so here yeah. it is here here's the beginning of episode 10 jail okay one, two, Lil three. Dickie's uh, quote-unquote the the um the greatest thing that's ever been done by him or possibly anyone ever <laughs> and it's this great beat you know and like I said it's a narration Some of the best lines ever here. Yeah, he really rips it. Yeah, so he's like saying that he always goes for the joke, right? Yeah, he's like humping the microphone. I mean, the the stage monitor. (laughs) Show soft dick is my worst soft dick. (laughs) So he offers to show the crowd his nuts, and he whips whips a nut out. This is incredible. This would be. I, I, this is where I start to freak out. Sorry to say this, but this would be Andrew. <laughs> Jeez. Jail. Yeah. Some of the best verses right here. Yeah, this is hysterical. <laughs> this has been my first offense. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> They're about to give me my sentence. Come on, this song could be so good. Fuck this record label for not putting it out. Yeah. Guilty. My son. This is great. <laughs> so he's on the bus in the yellow and the orange jumpsuit, pulling up to the, you know, the jail. Yeah, yeah, he's getting a picture. They're giving him the shit. They're checking him. Rake my nuts. It's cool. This is like a running joke too. This is the hook where he says, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." Fucking bass. Like I said, the LJ before. You never think about listening to a show with headphones, but this song—the bass is unreal. Right here, there's a long ass bass. This is where LJ's guy gets uh, put in. Well, all of our guy. Raheem. 
showed my nuts. I'm totally innocent. Like, well, I did it, but it was an innocent act. It's not a big deal. Now I'm here in for two years. I've never even heard of Chuckawalla. That must be like a California jail. Maybe. Like Rikers. You just heard the story. You cannot let anyone know this. Why? If they find out, then it's over. Over? You raped dead, baby. Ridiculous, this song. What about those white supremacists? They see that you're Jewish as evidence. Blacks and the Mexicans don't have inherent hatred for you. You got to pick one of them for protection. Who? The blacks or the Mexicans? Yes. Uh, I mean, I guess I go black, right? Black. I just don't know See, but the best part about this is knowing that the record label had to listen to the whole time. <laughs> and we really thought it was real. I said, I'm with the blacks. Yeah, so now they cut to like them playing basketball outside. It's funny because I would try to stay away from everybody. I wouldn't be watching anybody playing basketball. Yeah. I carumbo. <laughs> they say it like ten more times. So he gets picked to start playing because the one guy rolled his ankle. Yeah, and the other team picks it, so they th they thought that he would suck. But apparently, he's really good at basketball. I mean, this is something that they talk about in real life with him too. That he loves yeah. playing basketball. Yeah, he looks like super professional. This guy looks like Rey Mysterio with a goatee. Yeah. Except he doesn't have a mask. You know what he did? He's getting anxious. And they're all circling around him on the <laughs> basketball court. There's like 20 guys around him. <laughs> Don Quixote. This, this guy sounds like a bunch of my friends used to make voices like that all the time, so it's hilarious. <laughs> so they're all like fucking literally kicking him on the ground, punching him and shit. <laughs> it's funny because I've been watching a lot of his music videos later. This is just basically another one of his music videos for sure. Yeah. That's, That's the, the most, most dangerous, dangerous Mexican. So You're definitely gonna get raped. Raped dead. This song is so ridiculous. And like, just, just please. Willing head. Willing Think of the fact that we thought this was real. Yeah. Willing head. Yeah. yeah. Best part. That's not true. <laughs> He's basically trying to set up like a sign up service to get a blowjob so that he doesn't get raped. Yeah, listen. A paper. With time slots. Time slots. Time slots. For head. You know, if you don't rape me, I'll give you the best head you'll ever get. In jail, I'll be such oh. a joy, so pleasant. What a great companion I could be. <laughs> this is so smart. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he just, they're all signing up. He's just like slyly looking over at them. Like, yeah, yeah like, I'm ready. Like, 
from right here? Man, I got a nap. Oh, when you wait in the cab. Best part. Actually surprised cause the shit fire. Usually I'm real picky with my Twitter types. Only like my moms and subways. Did you guys know that Subway's the biggest chain in the world? <laughs> Over McDonald's? No one responded. <laughs> <laughs> he's so he's so good at rhyming. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Since this is the day of not fact checking, but I really don't believe him. <laughs> so he's alone with Don Quixote now. The guards left. Oh my god, this part gets crazy. He starts like yeah, kissing on him. him. He licked his ears. He said, "Yeah." Kissed on his stomach and chest. This is so bulbous. He's falling hard. I got his heart. Get down to my knees, a tease, a whipped out the dip. So big, veins everywhere. So many veins. Okay, so they they go back to. So reality. this is where they're finally in the, the record of the room with the record label. The we were crying. Yeah, like we and LJ really had to pause it for like five minutes and be like, "What the fuck." But hold on, wait. I just want him to. I would. They, so he like basically he's like, "Come on, guys, you got to replay it. Like it's not done. It's all about social justice reform." And then this is what they end up playing. Hold on, I'm gonna try to get to the good part. Hold on. Sorry about this. Okay. To be honest. So it's right around here. I I don't want to skip and get into it because it's yeah. so quick. I'm sorry that but he's about to play. Yeah, he's so he's apologizing that like they don't even like it. They're all offended. And he's like he's like please, there's still more. You know, I'm really trying to like make a statement. Like please listen to the rest of the song so you can hear the statement I'm trying to make. <laughs> so that's all no. they got in. That's all. That's all. He, that's as much as more as they got in. That's one of the best fucking things. Bit ever. off his dick. Yeah. So basically, spit out his dick. After that, uh, him and Mike get into a little argument about it, and little Dick is like, "Yeah, they leave for the, me. No, like, they leave not them. They they continue ar arguing with the record label. They're like, you know, he's like, well, you guys said you weren't gonna fucking, you know, stomp in on my creative control. Yeah, you that's know, what he's we were like, saying they were assholes. Yeah, before. he's like, this is bullshit. He's like, you know, uh, he's like, I didn't come here for approval. I came here to tell you that this is gonna be the first single. Period. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, he leaves. He's like, you know, this place is the fucking the real jail. <laughs> and he, and he leaves um and then him and mike are outside the record label like you know on the steps like fucking arguing about it he's like you know i'm not trying to appease other people mike like why are you trying to appease other people i'm your client fuck them you know all this shit yeah um and it's just like showing that like well first of all like they don't address what happened with Allie from the last episode yet so it's just like you think we thought it started off. We were so distracted by it starting off as him going to jail that we didn't even think about what happened with him and Allie. Willing head. <laughs> and they start arguing. Excuse me. They start arguing, and uh, he leaves, and then he goes back to his house, and uh, Emma is there, and they're going through logos, and he's like, she's like, oh, I made all these dicks for you. Like, I, I put veins on them. I know you would like it. 
And he's like, nah, I just like, you know, I like this logo, the LD, you know, like that's like this uh, normal looking one. Yeah. And she's he's like, he's actually like they want me to sell out just to make money. Would you do that? And she goes, if they were paying me. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, OK, obviously, like nobody's on the same page as him. So he asked her about Allie and she's like, look, I'm not talking to either one of you about either of you. So that's it. And then it cuts to them like back at Benny Blanco's house, and he's showing Benny Blanco the song, and it ends, and it's like Lil Dicky's like, "Yeah, you finally you, do? you hear the last ten seconds yeah. of the song." He's like, "What will you do? What will you choose? I caramba, because <laughs> that's just like the running fucking phrase throughout the whole. Like he has so many hooks in that song, and somehow I caramba is stuck there." The whole time, but Benny Blanco's like, dude, this song is the best thing I ever heard. The way it ties social justice reform and the prison system together at the end, it was such a chef's kiss, right? You know, LJ's favorite phrase, chef's kiss. I fucking hate that <laughs> shit. And he's like, it's just perfect on society. And Little Dicky's like, yeah, like my record label doesn't want me to put it out. And he's like, look, you know what you should do? You should go on The Breakfast Club and premiere it on The Breakfast Club. Yeah, Benny Blanco's like, you know what? Like, you know, either one of two things is going to happen. You're going to go on The Breakfast Club and release this song, and everybody's going to love it, and your label's going to be super happy. Or you're going to go on The Breakfast Club, release this song, you, everyone will hate it, you're, and your label will drop you, and you could do whatever the fuck you want to do again anyway. Yeah, exactly. So He's like, so just do it. Yeah, so Benny hooks it up, and he's going to go on The Breakfast Club, and like, you know, he tells Mike they got in the breakfast club, but he's like, but I'm going to play the jail song. And Mike is like, oh, why? Like, they don't want you to do that. We have a big deal. It's a law. It's a law. I mean, it's a law abiding contract, you know, so they have to be able to follow it or else they're going to fucking get sued. That's what Mike thinks, at least. So uh, they they basically set up to go to to the breakfast to new york to go on the breakfast club because th this episode kind of has to go fast because they already spent nine minutes on the music video so they're they're ready to go to the breakfast club and he tries to sign into hulu which i guess is like a fucking advertisement for hulu and that's why it ends up on hulu and um he sees that somebody's logged in so he logs it out because he thinks it's Allie, and he changes the password and then he texts her and he's like He's like, listen, I know you're probably selling my Hulu, and that's okay. I just want to let you know I changed the password uh, to Fits of Rage 88, which is fucking hilarious. Super random, I know, yeah. but. <laughs> and then he's like, and also, I miss you. And he writes that, and then he, like, erases it, and he writes it again, and he sends it. And then the song is playing, the one that we played before, like, the beat of the yeah, song. Yeah, this just super sad pianos. And then she just likes the message. And he just turns off the computer, and then the song stops. And it's kind of like that moment of, like, all right, he has to get over her now. You know, like, this is it. He has to move on with his life. So after that, they show up at the breakfast club, and it's hilarious. Like, they're sitting there uh, in the room waiting to go in, and Mike comes over, and he's like, you would think for a place called the breakfast club, they would have shredded wheat. <laughs> yeah, they'd have more than – no, they'd him. have more than shredded wheat. Oh, yeah, wheat. they would have more than shed, shredded wheat, right? Yeah, and everybody just looks at him. And then, like, right before Little Dickie goes in, Gata's like, yo, um, do you, are you going to perform that jail song today still? And Lil Dicky's like, yeah, uh, you know, that's why I came here to do whatever. And he's like, I don't know, man, that shit's pretty weak to me. And he's like, you know, I'm kind of getting really sick of people telling me how to live my life. And Gator's like, you know, don't worry. Like, he's like, I'm listen, still going to be here for you no matter what. But, like, I don't really think that's the right thing to do. Yeah, he's like, listen, bro, I'm, I'm going to ride with you till, till the end. Don't worry about that. But, like, you know, I just don't think that's a good idea. Yeah, exactly. So um, so it's finally yeah. time they, they start bringing they him into on the breakfast club. Yeah, they start bringing him into into the the actual sound booth and everything. And Dickie hugs Angela Lee and he goes. I think Angela Yee. 
Angela Yee, excuse me, thank you. Um, and he goes to hug uh, Charlemagne, and he's like, he's like, I'm a hugger, and he's like, I'm not a hugger, and he's like, actually, I am a hugger, but I just don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> and he's wearing a legalized blackness shirt. Yeah, and it's 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 hilarious because it's like this this character character caricature <laughs> of uh, Charlemagne is like when he was in that Post Malone interview where he called him a culture vulture. About wearing dreads. I don't know if you've ever seen that interview, but he called Post Malone a culture vulture and was like shitting on him so hard. And it's like they're taking that character and putting it into the Dave show because the first thing that he does is say, you know, we're here with little Dicky. And he's like, but he keeps calling himself Dave. And he's like, yeah, you know, because my name's Dave. I don't feel like I'm little Dicky. I'm the guy behind little Dicky, but I'm not little Dicky. And they're like, they're like, oh, what? You don't want to go by your rap name? You think that makes you different? You know, and then they notice Gata in the corner and he's like, he's like, who's this? You're just like you're a weed man or whatever. And he's like, that's really presumptuous of you. Gata is like my hype man. He's like the guy who like puts a lot into my performance and like, you know, he's one of my best friends. And he's like, what? So you have a black guy around you so that you can uh, you can look cool. And he's like, no, um, I'm not. Uh, I'm. That's not what I'm doing. I'm not trying to look cool. And Gata like he brings Gata over on the mic and Gata's like, listen, like. You whatever you guys think, this guy's gonna be the next greatest rapper, and he's like, yeah, but come on, like you, you know, he just has you around as like a token, basically. That's what Charlemagne is trying to say, and he's yeah. like, he's like, no, I they brought me to his house, his parents made me dinner, I slept in the guest room. Yeah, he's like, like this th- man this tucked is my me family. in. Yeah, yeah, he's like, he's like, this is one of you know, and and little Dicky's like, you know, and Gate is like, you know, no, this he's like the realest dude I've met, and like Dicky's like, no, I, you know, not for nothing, like if if having Gator around and part of my crew. Like, you know, is like, yeah, yeah, or stupid. Yeah. Or it's like, you know, makes me a culture vulture. He's like, I don't regret it. He's like, Gate is one of the best friends I've ever had. And he's like, he's going to be a lifelong friend. And like, he's like, I I would do it all again to to, to keep my friendship with Gata. And Gata's like, yo, bro, I love you. You know, like, you know, we got real love here. Yeah. They actually are able to say I love you. Unlike that episode six or seven earlier. Yeah. Yeah. So like, um, Dickie's like, oh, look at that. He loves me. I love this guy, too. And he's like, Gata, let me get let me get a kiss. And, like, he leans, like, his cheek over to Gata. <laughs> yeah. And Gata's like, oh, bro, you, all right, all right. And, and Gata, kisses, Gata him, yeah. kisses him on the cheek. And, like, little Dickie's face lights up. And he's like, you have no idea how long I've been waiting <laughs> for that kiss. And it's and, cool that Gata could even do that because, like, they just got into an argument. He could still be, like, literally he could, he could put that all aside. Not a lot of people could do that where they could put it all aside and, like, just be like, this is my friend. Like, this is a big moment for him. Like, I'm not going to, like, do anything to fuck with him you know yeah yeah no, no matter that, that, if we disagreed that's a real friend and like it 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 just goes to show um how the depth of character and constitution gata really does have and like how yeah. important he actually is mm-hmm. like because the whole time you know you're watching this and you're like you know he, it's just a hype man it's just a hype man and it's it's really not he's, he's like, like one of his best friends yeah, yeah i was gonna say he's one of his closest friends and he's like a great confidant and he like you know is is ultimately there to constantly give little dicky the support he even and he's you know he says it right before they go in he's like even if i don't agree with you i'm i'm you know i'm i'm here for you like i'm, yeah. I'm gonna we're we're in it till the end exactly. so it it just goes to show that gate is like this outrageously positive great influence and like great friend and in real life he's really like he's basically the same character as on the show as he is in real yeah life. After, after finding out more about gata and his real life i'm like is this guy acting or, or did they just <laughs> do they just want gata to come in and be himself and they're like no dude just say whatever you want and like do they give him <laughs> lines like or do they just tell him to continue being him as much as he can while yeah. they're while they're on so the while set. they're in there the guy from the record label like runs in he's like what you didn't think we would find out about this yeah and, and he tries like, getting in the booth and yeah, trying to Mike, stop them 
them. Mike is like, no, nah, you're not getting in there. And then after that, they're like, oh, so Lil Dicky, you said you have a song for us, right? And he's like, he, now he's second guessing it because like, I, I don't know what made him second guess it. I guess it's like the Gator thing. But like maybe he was just nervous about like looking like a fool in front of everybody. So instead yeah. of playing jail, he asked them if he could like do he's a freestyle. Like, do you care if I rap? And they're and you know Charlemagne's like you're ready. He's like you don't have anything prepared, and you're gonna come on here and rap in front of like our eight million uh, like mm-hmm. listeners. Yeah. And Dicky's like, yeah, I got it. Don't even worry about it. And it's uh, pretty long freestyle. I mean, it's a show, so they wrote it. But yeah, it was but pretty good. Um, and just just another thing, uh, a quick quick funny mention. When he asks, do you know how long I've been waiting to, to get that kiss from Gaeta? I thought, like, what, what's it been? Like, th- two episodes? Three episodes? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like, you know, that's, that's, a, that's a couple of weeks. That's about as long. Like, that's a, that's a while. Yeah, like, to I mean, be people have waited forever a for a moment like this. Like this. Yeah, exactly. Some people wait <laughs> lifetime for, for the one special kiss, kiss from Gaeta. So yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, so, so, um, um, so, d- so Lil Dicky starts freestyling, and he, it's fresh. It, you know, it's a great, you know, little rap there um and it ends he says a lot of hilarious shit and it's all and he's like my girl left me maybe i shouldn't have said that <laughs> i guess i was due for a setback yeah, yeah it's and, great. It's awesome. and he, he makes references to just about all the other episodes yeah it's which like is, a good wrap-up actually yeah yeah, yeah it's it's brilliant honestly it, it really is a great way to end the last episode of your first season because like i said he he mentions most of like the main parts or main concepts that go on throughout that whole season and he uses a b- actually we didn't mention this because uh right before they leave els uh tells him that he's gonna go on tour trippy red but he has a beat that he shows him and he's like put this on hold like he's upset he's like oh you're not happy for me he goes i'm zero percent happy and then he's like, yeah, fucking, like around. fucking around like yeah. little dicky's like fucking really around upset. with them saying that he's like he's not happy he's like no dude of course i'm happy for you i'm just i'm sad because like i need you right now yeah and i need you around right now el shows him the beat shows him the beat and he's like uh hold this for me he's like for how long he goes forever <laughs> <laughs> so yeah they're rapping and then the end of the rap i mean not they're rapping little dicky's freestyle and at the end of the rap on the show yeah he goes uh he goes, and they always ask me what my name is, and then Charlemagne goes, "What's your name?" And then instead of saying "Hi, I'm Dave," it just black screen and Dave. Dave. Yeah. So that wraps up great, this, great yeah, way this to end this Dave. this first season. I and mean, they got renewed for season two, highest rated comedy on FX ever. Apparently, let's fucking so. go, boys. So, um, we asked some people what their favorite episode. I, some people on Facebook, uh, I don't remember their exact names, but they would say uh, episode. Five was their favorite. One of them, uh, actually, you know what? Um, I do want to read this guy's response because it was actually like a big reason why episode five was his uh, his favorite episode. But before that, uh, William, our good friend Will, that we talked about in like almost every episode of the podcast, he uh, he, my birthday was like a couple weeks ago. We talked about, happy and birthday, we were trying happy. to get Gata on the podcast. Like we're still trying to get Gata on the podcast. If anybody knows Gata or if Gata is listening to this, contact us to be on the podcast. Even if it's like in five months, whatever, just be on the podcast. Yeah, we'd love to have that that dude come on. We'd love yeah. to have you come on and and just chit chat with us for a little bit. Exactly. Tell us, tell us we want to uh, talk about the show and the music yeah, and everything. We think so. it, we we think you're an incredible character. We want to hear more about it, what it's like to to really be part of part of everything that uh, that this first season and part of the, just Dave, the, the, the whole, the He's whole really thing that comes man with in it. real life, apparently. And yeah. they, they can they do concerts together. So I want to hear, but anyway, William yeah. got me, uh, Seems like I mean, awesome will, dude. whatever you want to call him. He got me this, uh, cameo from Gator for my birthday. So I'm just going to play it real quick while I'm looking for this guy's response. Oh, wait, 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 hold on. I got to restart it. Good job, Justin. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. 
So this is Gator's personal ca Homie, cameo. It's your boy Gator from Dave on FX. I'm loving that last name, man. You a legend, bro. Hey, keep doing your thing, bro. I really appreciate you. Thanks for watching the show. You know what we do. We did season one. Now we on season two. Also, I want to say this. Happy belated birthday, homie. Oh, my God. Much thank love. you. Gator thank 100. you, Gator. <laughs> super, super cool you, uh, that Will got that. Super cool. Gator did it. Yes. Super, super cool just all around. Now, if he could just come on the podcast, that'd be amazing. So anyway, <laughs> this guy said that his favorite episode is Hype Man, and I asked him why. And he goes, without getting too personal, it means a lot for me for the message it, uh, to me for the message it conveys. To some, it may seem like a very forced mental health advocacy statement and a filler episode. To me, it's one of the only accurate, uh, excuse me, it's one of the only accurate depictions in media of one of what of the most uh, misrepresented forms of mental health issue looks like. Depression and anxiety, anxiety generally get a lot of love, and there's a lot of strides for people who suffer from it from it bipolar disease deals with the two extremes of a much larger spectrum of emotions and people generally fear it because it's difficult to understand at times it shows accurate vulnerabilities of someone who suffers from it and very normal reactions from people who witness it and shows them uh an example of somebody who communicated his daily struggle in a proper form of communication from those who have received the news it's a great message of acceptance for the people who know someone with the issue and it's uh and for somebody who deals with the issue it's raw and real which is true. They really don't – there's no second-guessing about him ever talking about it. They don't, like, give him a hard time. Yeah. You know, like, he just – they show what happens. He says how he feels and how he has to deal with it. They accept it, and then it's over. Yeah. They apologize for not understanding earlier, but, like, you know, they immediately accept it. And that is a very good and – um it's a good message. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, well, uh, I was going to say uh, whoever posted that, that was a... Oh, yeah. His name is um, Benjamin A. Layson. Uh, oh. Actually, you know... Who, uh, ben, ben Layson. Layson. Yeah, he, yeah. Was, he booked us on a... That's crazy, actually. I didn't even know it was him. Dude, I just, I saw Ben Layson. How you been, he buddy? He booked us on a show uh, in, in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania like seven years ago or, or six years ago or something. Crazy. So oh. most other people said jail, though. Um, very... No, but Ben Layson, shout out to you, dude. Yeah, very, very, awesome. uh, very well thought out and accurate. Sorry accurate fucking... <laughs> answer for 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 justin there and for 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 the podcast here. yeah I mean, i'm that glad that he told me his response cause yeah I, I don't i although i like that episode and a lot of people say that for me it, w it just felt weird when, on the first watch through yeah no that like i said uh, I, we mentioned it last time the first time i watched this episode i was like oh where is this show going because this is also the first like kind of episode that's like this but um but no i uh i mean ben's ben's very right it, it did i i felt like it was a very like none of it felt forced it felt like very natural i felt like this was like you know, something that you could see somebody go through and really not understand and it. And because he's such a positive character, you know. It's yeah. Like, but, yeah. Uh, so thank you, Ben. Definitely. Man, good, and good job to, to Dave as a show and the writers and everything because that, that uh, you know, obviously – um, it's something we would love to talk to Gator about, also. Yeah, and uh, yes, absolutely. But uh, like, obviously, you guys, uh, you, you get it, and you're connecting with with people who actually have these issues and who uh, who understand these issues. So so good job depicting it in a very fair and like natural way. Actually, Kevin Hart is one of the producers, and he's kind of always about that shit, so maybe it has something to do with him, too. But anyway, so uh, just in the effort of not Good staying here too long. Yeah. Um, Rip it. Somebody, the the next person said they like the pilot a lot, which I'm like, and they, but it, Ali's Toast and Jail are their two favorites, which are kind of like the two strongest episodes of the season, like, Absolutely. ultimately. Yeah. And another person said uh, Jail also. Somebody said the last one ever, and I was like, what do you mean? They're like, they all kind of suck. I'm like, come on, dude. Come on, Dave doesn't suck. Come we watched man. it twice in a month. Not even that. It's the highest rated FX show in, in, <laughs> in history. So how could you say your opinion is solitary? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, other than that, there's not much left to say about the show. We'll definitely, if I mean, if you guys like listening to stuff, we'll definitely 
do one for season two or if you have any other shows that maybe you think we haven't watched or shows that just in general are good or uh you know regularly watch shows that you want us to check out and do this for please let us know because we would love to do that yes absolutely and yeah. uh again shout out to 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 little dicky the the writers of dave all the cast um you know taco taylor miziak um i, I mean every everybody um uh, really like like i like justin said we watch it twice in one month yeah um and it was awesome i no, at no point did i feel like i was like uh, I have to watch this again so we could talk about it on the yeah, podcast. Exactly. I was like, was like he was oh, like, yo, we I should see what happens. He's like, yeah, we should watch it again and like, you know, to like, uh, you know, to brush up on it again so that way we could talk about it on the podcast. I was like, yeah, dude, that fuck yeah, yeah, I'd watch that again. <laughs> yeah, let's let's rip it. Yeah, that's it's one of those things, honestly, too, that you notice more things uh, on the rewatch. Yeah, when you watch it the first time, you're kind of just like. Uh, it's almost like sensory overload where you're just trying to take everything in. When you rewatch it the second time, you're like, wow, this is actually really well so written. So many callbacks or yeah. so many call forwards, as you said before. Yeah, and it, like, it, it's very cohesive. It all makes sense when you watch it and, like, you know, comprehensively, like, um, like understand it. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's awesome. It really is awesome. Great show. So um, definitely you, worth, worth the watch. If you want to let us know any of that stuff or, or uh, let us know what you think of Dave, even though I already asked and nobody answered, but um, you could email us at uh, breaking even NJ at gmail.com that's two n's with the nj breaking even nj uh you could dm us or on instagram or twitter uh breaking even of one or um like we said before you can come up to our houses and knock on the door and uh maybe we'll answer i don't know stay six feet away wear your masks and we'll, we'll answer any questions you like if you do guys do have any questions or any comments about uh the episode today or anything that you'd like to hear us talk about please just let us know so that way uh, we can keep giving you guys some comment content Okay, so we'll see you next time. Thank you guys Goodbye. for listening, and we'll catch you next week. Well, I think it's time to guess again.